are listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy Ofeich. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. Hey everybody, we're live, the Nude Podcast, 40 Prospect Street, Improv Boston. Everyone's naked, come by the windows, we'll buy the old Woolworths. Come on the windows. Yes, come on by, come down by the windows. The boys are here, the ladies are here, all the gang is here. Yes, thank you. You ask me, <laughs> I'm here, my name is Matt Kona, I'm the host of the Backstage of the Comedy Sure, that <laughs> backstage wow. the naked comedy showcase. It's I'm not used to doing this on the second Thursday. Yeah, yeah it's throwing you up. Zach Brazow, the, the voice that you heard, the voice that you may have heard say, "Do you want to introduce us?" Hey, everybody, we're here, <laughs> and not give me space, no time to get my footing. It's uh, you want to do it over? We'll no, start no, fresh. No, Ready? No, One, this two. Is this has all been edited out. Ready? Here we go. Do you want to start, or do you want me to introduce? Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Zach Mazow here with the series finale. For oh, I'm fucked up. Let me try that again. What's up, everyone? This is, you're listening to 88.9 W Podcast R Us backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase, or we're gonna start calling it "Leaning Over the Smallest Table in Comedy." When do I get to speak? <laughs> that, that, you may recognize his voice from an edited out part of an Amazon Prime movie about uh, Donald Trump. That is, of course, North Smithfield's own Dan Martin. Give it up for the troops. If you bought the DVD of an Amazon Prime movie and Listen, got the bonus features. You came in late. It was never filmed. Oh. It was never filmed? No, so the funniest story I could tell is uh, I'm in a movie called Codename. Dynastud. Are you really setting yourself up to feel yeah. the funniest story? Dynastud. Is this a nude movie? Is this a pornographic film? Calm down. Is okay. it a dynasty spoof? <laughs> no, it's on Amazon's. It's free if you have primes or you could rent it. Um, I like that access to words. Is it still free if you rent it? I mean, no, no, it's free okay. on Amazon Prime okay. or you can rent it oh, for gotcha. money if you don't have prime service. Okay. Uh, the movie is called Codename Dynastud. And it is about a uh, uh, a gay superhero. Nice. Uh, has an origin story. Has a lot of superhero tropes and jokes and stuff in it. Um, I was originally. It's kind of a take on the current uh, presidency too. Um, and uh, I was originally cast as a henchman of a powerful um, po- politician, Teddy Hightower. Teddy Hightower. And I was cast as a robot, a Donald Trump robot. That's what I was cast as, and I couldn't talk about it. Had a, I had a verbal NDA, so it was like a verbal non-disclosure agreement. Like I won't. But you talk could about write it. about it. You could journal I did, about I, it. No, I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't tell anyone. <laughs> you, could just, you could sign uh, about it. Then, huh? I could sign about it if I knew sign language. But yeah. that's how they get you because I don't know shit. I hardly know English. So, um, asked to do it. Then the script was going through different, pro- you know, the process, getting ready to film, and they cut the scene. And did it in a different way. So they cut the scene and, and fired me from the film. So, you know, you're, and then they rehired me, right? Then they rehired me to play, uh, a different part that's in the movie. So I made it into the movie with lines and stuff what like that. What is but. the different part? You've been a little shy to tell the fans. Oh, the different, no, I'm not shy. I played a Russian, <laughs> I played a, a Russian, uh, 
bot farm. Do you factor. feel that okay? You had to play an American bot, and then they took your job and moved it to Russia. I was a Russian. I was a Russian bot farmer, oh, like bot one of those farmer, like um, guys that makes memes. You know, the, oh yeah, the, the scandals from the the headlines. And yeah, stuff. I call them comrades, but you know. Com- comrades, <laughs> only Russian. You know, it's funny story about that scene is they asked me, you know, to kind of do a cartoonish, you know, Russian accent, which I could pull off anyway. Uh, and then we did the scene with the accent. But then they weren't recording dialogue. They oh my wanted God. to add ADR to kind of have it a little off. Cause American Sign Language? No. ADR is audio dialogue replacement. Right. So we're going to replace your off mic audio dialogue replacement explanation. Audio dialogue replacement. Thank you. I bring Tiny with me to fact check <laughs> wherever I go. That's uh, Tiny. So that's what it is. And uh, so they were doing it. So I was like, I did. I spent four, so six hours on set. Doing a Russian accent when I could have just said the lines because later, like four months later, I came in and recorded it. Why? I don't get it. Cause they wanted it to be a little off. Cause. Oh. Cause you were a robot? It was like a grindhousey kind of thing. Like a little, so they made, they didn't have a lot of resources, so they went out of their no, way they to had make the resources. it worse. <laughs> no, no, they had, no, they had resources. Oh. Watch the film, it's good. <laughs> What's it called? It's called Codename Dynastud. Codename Dynastud. Yeah. That's very own Dan Martin's in the house. Moss went strapped for danger. That movie has a lot of dicks. You, yeah, you're in a lot of these kind of <laughs> salacious. Like they're not gay movie. pornos. <laughs> what is strapped for danger? Wait, right? hang on. Andy is here. He has to start the show. Let's hear from the man himself, Andy O'Feish. Hold on, hold on. I want to hear about Strap On for Danger. Yeah. <laughs> I want to well, it's hear a that. dick with a bullet what, in what, it. What, what is that summary? Oh, right. you could do a cum shot, but only once. Well, main thing, I actually came in here not, not to be on this the illustrious podcast. Uh, it's, main thing is to get Dan Martin backstage because we need you to introduce the show. Oh, okay. Dan, we need you in the buff. I'm calling Also, back. I did a fun thing. Uh, people were coming in and I spotted, uh, Matt Hellman, uh, walking in. I was like, Matt, how about you open the show for us? Alright, so I got Aaron, Tiny Smith, I got you on three. And then I got Thatcher, Rhodes Minor. Now you're on four because I got a I got a legit. Who's Mr. Hellman? Oh, Sam Pelletier. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's he's on his. I haven't seen him around here. He said he'd be here at nine fifteen, but it's it's showtime. He's not here. So I'm gonna leave you guys to your podcasting and go get this show started. Well, stop talking. You're not on the mic. Strapped for danger. Dan Martin has exited the building. We got a mic right here. Get on here, Thatcher. Let these guys read something they can read. Awesome. Thatcher Rhodes. Thatcher is Thatcher Rhodes. Don, you get on the mic. You're in. Donya's here. Donya Trauma here for uh third or fourth appearance. I think it's my fourth. Wow, you're addicted. Yes. Yes. Addicted to nudity. That's, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do this summer without it. I'm going to be a sad man. Where are you fleeing? To a clothing colony? Uh, yes. That's what they call Philadelphia. <laughs> Philly. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people don't wear, you know, you see a lot of nude people. Just, In Philly? Just running. <laughs> That's what the cheesesteak is. Down Broad Street? Yeah. Uh, That's what the G- Yeah, exactly. Here Thatcher, I'll let you. But the Thatcher Philly. Rhodes is here. I didn't see any naked people when I went to Philadelphia. 
He hasn't seen People a nude. Swim in fountains in Philadelphia. Really? In the buff? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've heard, yeah. heard, heard in the buff. It gets dirty in the <laughs> that would be river. skinny. Oh, this this has been a this is a great conversation for the nude podcast. So, through Actually, 1967, the American Swimming Association not only recommended but oftentimes mandated that you be nude to swim in a pool in America. Whether it was Jim Glass at the YMCA, you weren't allowed to wear clothing because it was seen as uh, unsanitary. You couldn't see any like boils or lesions on your body. You had to go through a physical inspection and jump in nude because the wool swimsuits would clog up the pools. What do you guys think about nude swimming? Tiny grasping your like Life magazine. This is very well known. In fact, the congressional pool was nude. It was men only because there was an old senator who refused to put on swim trunks. He loved swimming nude. Ben Franklin swam nude and is a member of the Swimming Hall of Fame. Is he really? Yes. Why yeah. was he so good at swimming? Uh, he taught himself how to swim. He was, he was recruited by the country of France to be a, an ambassador and teach swimming right. to them. And he said, <laughs> no, I have an American revolution to, to kind of spearhead. And yeah, he re- he really was uh, given that opportunity and passed on it. So he was really he quite slept a naked. He slept. He swam in the mill pond. So anytime Where's the mill pond, the mill pond is what is now Causeway Street. Oh, I've got right it. By go. the Thomas P O'Neill Federal Building. Yeah. No, it's with land now. Right, right. So next time you're at the, a Bruins or a Celtics game, just know that Ben Franklin was n- nakedly <laughs> enjoying himself in that area. I've so. got to be the dumbest comic in Boston, by the way. I- <laughs> Does Peter Martin know this stuff? Because if not, he may. <laughs> so why why do you did know a so much about it on Spike? Maybe. <laughs> why do you know so much about his swimming career? Because I feel like most people know the big hits about Ben Franklin. <laughs> you know the the bifocals, the uh, lightning stove. Yeah, he harnessed yeah, lightning. He the lightning rod. <laughs> Have you read his memoirs? No, they're supposed no. to be I like quite the excellent pronunciation though. <laughs> Have you guys swum nude? What's the nude swimming oh, yeah. crew going on in oh, yeah, here? Yeah, definitely. Where? At school? Hotels. Hotels? Yep. You're in the buff at a hotel? Are you not? I am not. No. It's the only That's... place that you're not going to come back. I only sleep nude one or two days a year. Very rare. What days? Me. Can I mark them down? <laughs> <laughs> June 14th, flag day is a big one for me. I'm just draped in nothing flag but day. old glory. And, uh, Labor Day, you know, I, I want to support the, uh, the textile workers of the world. I won't wear clothing on Labor Day. But do you tan before so you don't wear, you're not wearing white, pale skin? Yeah, I, I like to keep the tidy whities on. Okay, June 14th in Labor Day, I'm writing this down. It's weird because, like, uh, uh, being naked, for me, it, it shows the most growth, uh, like, yeah. as an adult. Because I'm not confident at all, but I'm totally comfortable. Comfortable and not confident, the Tiny Smith story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's like a, a weird mix of being like, this is happening. <laughs> Tiny, you from the South, Arkansas, right? Yeah, yeah. Are there any Irish people in Arkansas? Irish Americans? No, no, no. Everyone is just old English stock or no, African American? No, no. There, there is a, a lot of Hispanics and uh, African Americans. But if you're white, you're British. That's it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's There's- crazy. Strangely, there's a lot of drinking, so I think they're accepting, probably, <laughs> you know. So uh, is there a lot of nudity down south below the Mason-Dixon I, line? 
I've been skinny dipping for a long time. I feel like that maybe is uh, not a good example of being naked all the time, but it happens. It happens. In the crick. In the crick. (laughs) That's a killer southern accent you got going. (laughs) I was like... You saw the right movie. What was it? Deliverance, I believe. I don't know. I just felt like I, that came to me. That came to me. No lake, Irish people. The lake of the crick, you know. You don't really ask. There's so much racism. You don't really ask what type of white you are, though. That might be. <laughs> but you guys don't get funky on St. Paddy's. No, no. Heavens, no. No, no. I mean, maybe. No. Cinco de Mayo is a bigger deal. Is it really? Oh, it's a yeah. huge deal. Huge deal. Schools close. How did you feel about it this year, the celebration? Uh, I worked that day. I think I went to a, uh, the Avenue on Com Ave in Alston and, uh, and had a, uh, a uh, tequila and soda. For the people. That was like the end of it. (laughs) It was definitely schools were closed this Cinco de Mayo because it was on (laughs) Sunday. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what. Maybe I thought my whole southern growing up was open, but it was just every Sundays. time on a Sunday. All right. So Tiny, that is the nude swimming answer for you. Yeah. I yeah. Remember, <laughs> yeah. Your kids- nude swimming answer is you're from the south and uh, Cinco de Mayo. But did is it a big start deal. as a group setting, or have you ever like swam naked alone? That's very interesting. You know, I would I'm- love to meet a nude solo swimmer. I don't think <laughs> I've ever done it solo. I think it was always like. Wouldn't this be fun? I know I like I have a high voice when I, but the question, (laughs) the question, it seems like, uh, it's always brought up by a female. Wouldn't it be really? Wouldn't it be fun? True. Danya, your thoughts. Uh, I, I, no, I have, I haven't been skinny dipping before, so I've never initiated. I haven't either, which are you in New England or both of you though? Yeah, New England native. Where were you born? (laughs) I'm from Jersey. Oh, well, that's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the South. <laughs> Definitely not the South. No. So you guys go to the Crick all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> you get you get Big a, crick a life. thirty rack of Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> not high life. <laughs> you head to a Crick. You lose the clothing, and you get in there, and you have a good time. Zach was. Is it muddy? Yeah, there's a little bit of muddy. <laughs> Who doesn't have a muddy Crick? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think muddy Cricks, non-muddy Cricks exist. Maybe. Are there fish in there? <laughs> yeah. And occasionally they will, like, uh, nip you or, like, you, it, it's a very odd sensation. Yeah, it doesn't sound with, fun. It's not good. Fish nipping? Fish nipping. N- not into fish nipping? Do you feel that your interactions with fish were more intimate in the buff? Do you feel like you felt vulnerable around the fish and they respected certainly, that? Certainly. Real recognize no, no, real. Let me tell you something. Fish don't respect anything. Okay. <laughs> this is a this is a group that goes rogue, twenty four seven, and uh, I know because I've 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 swam amongst them. <laughs> You've swum with fish. I have. I have better than dolphins. I don't know. I've you never, probably I've couldn't never be around nude around, around dolphins. Kona, do you ever do you have a dolphin story? Uh, no, but I remember as a kid the. Uh, Slogan squish the fish as pertaining to the Miami Dolphins. For the, <laughs> I don't remember that. Cry. It was an '80s thing. I was pretty young for it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dolphins, dolphins aren't fish, though. The fish. I know they're mammals, <laughs> but that doesn't squish the mammal. Squish the is mammal. Less of a catchy name. The mammal though. Sell to <laughs> drunken New Englanders. <laughs> I like uh, squish the fish. So I never went. All right. So for a long time, I never. I was never 
around a female that would invite me to go skinny dipping. Were you ever around a female? Uh, I was. I know one of the stories of you around a woman as a young man. You tell it often. You went to go visit a buddy upstate. He had moved away. Oh. You had a friend in sixth grade. He moved away, and then in eighth grade, you took acid on a greyhound, and his mom picked you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah. did she offer to take you skinny dipping on the <laughs> yeah, drive yeah. home? My friend's minister mother uh, <laughs> instead brought me to Starbucks. It was one of the two. Right. It was either uh, try iced coffee for the first time or go skinny dipping <laughs> with an elderly woman for the first time. And uh, I have done one often since oh. then. I won't say which, but... Uh, no, I went skin. I think I eventually would went skinny dipping, and uh, I I got naked at a party just I think for attention, and I jumped in the pool. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, this feels just good. This feels good. <laughs> yeah. So you just got naked? You do a lap or anything? Or uh, no, I think I was naked, standing next to a friend until he noticed it, and then I wanted to go swimming, and uh, I wanted everyone <laughs> just, else to wait, go swimming. So you too. just stood like it inches wasn't like away. a big party. It was kind of we were hanging Five out. Five people. Nah, maybe eight. How long did it take for someone to notice you were naked? Uh, not that long. <laughs> did they uh, then all get in the buff? Nah, no. Just me. <laughs> you were the only buff guy? Yeah, but that was in the pool, so it's not as, because they're shimmering. So. Then they take your clothes? Yeah, no, but that's something that I always, uh, kind of worried about and think it's a funny move to it's do. hilarious yeah you take the clothes right especially if you really commit to it yeah and leave with them or throw <laughs> them in the water or away the freezer is another good one oh. put the clothes in the freezer yeah yeah when you're at the crick <laughs> or just put them on yeah right there's not a lot of freezers near the crick so that would take like a, a serious plan but like you know you're at a party with a with a pool <laughs> You get naked. Some guy's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny? You know, a little yeah. uh, undies in the freezer. And that is happening. You've been the victim of undies in the I, freezer? No, no, no. You've been the perpetrator. Thank you. I've been the person that puts underwear in the freezer. Wow. And you dip it first in water so it actually Dang, like, it that's becomes cruel. That's cruel. I've got like a lot of issues. Have you put a brassiere in the freezer? I don't Since like you go to skinny dipping with all these women who love uh, I, being well, nude with you. First of all, like to dip and tell. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I I don't feel like uh, it's a good move to freeze women's clothes because it feels like sexual assault in a weird way. Like I feel like a man's clothes. Now that's funny. Women's clothes is. I would agree. You should not freeze women's brassieres. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't do it. I've never done it. They're also it. expensive, and I can't imagine that's good for Wire. taking care of Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. What, what happens to a frozen brassiere? I, w- I would say it would rust. It yeah. would rust. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't even think could get that. tetanus. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. to get your tetanus shot. titty. My ex-girlfriend had tetanus titty. It was, <laughs> that it was, sounds really gross. It was a scene. It was a scene. I was still into it, though. <laughs> That's Tiny a Smith. A titty's a titty. That's, That's right. Yeah. Okay, so that was good. And uh, <laughs> Tiny, you could see him live in Arkansas at the famous comedy club, The Crick in the Cold. <laughs> it's called The Chuckle Bucket. Okay. All right, what about Thatcher? Uh, what is your experience? Danya, no nude swimming. No nude swimming. All right. I'm an avid nude swimmer, you know. Okay, not- you said hotels. All hotels. Right. What was the first hotel? What was the scenario? Paint us a picture with watercolors because it has to do with swimming. Okay, so I was in Colorado visiting my girlfriend at the time in Vail, and 
she worked there. She got a free stay in a hotel, and it was like snowy everywhere. Gave for the stay. Oh yeah. So we were like at the bar, uh, the hotel bar, having like suffering bastards and stuff. And what is a suffering bastard? A suffering bastard. Yeah, that's me. Oh um, no, it's it's really good. It's like gin, some rum, some lemon juice. I, I don't. It's got ginger ale in it. I know it's it's. It was originally developed as a hangover cure by some guy in Morocco in 1910. Oh. Yeah. You know a lot about this. It was originally called The Suffering Bartender, but it's delicious. Ask your servers about Suffering All right, Bastards. for Suffering Bastards. So we had like, we had a lot of those. And then I was trying to convince my girlfriend, I was like, hey, you gotta come with me to the hot tub and disrobe and she wasn't super down. Private tub or public tub? Oh, it was definitely public tub. Did you use the word disrobe? <laughs> well, we were wearing robes. You could get oh, in a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> then it's appropriate. We were wearing robes, yeah. so it was, it was really, we could get, we could have gotten a lot. There's a video camera too. She worked there, so it was kind of like, oh. yeah, this is a bad idea. No, but it's the best But idea. you got buff in the tub? Buff in the tub. And it was freezing outside, so like the hot tub, it was very much so a textual, uh, contrast. Did anyone come in? No, no, we, we got away scot-free. I will tell you the worst thing about it was being in the hot tub and then grabbing the railing to get out. My hands just froze to it immediately. Oh, man. And I just had to, I had to rip it off. It's a Christmas story. <laughs> what a white person story. I was like getting naked with my girlfriend in Vail after a bunch of expensive gin drinks. <laughs> uh, I don't hear This is pretty race. great. This you is know, an audio uh, podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just it, it was a it was a great time. So you know, I'd do it every week if I could. I'm not. I don't regret a single. Any a single other moment. nude pool journeys? I had a really awkward time because I when I was with my mom in high school. Uh, <laughs> was your mother a nudist? No, my girlfriend and I again nude. Same we, girl, we new pool. girl. Actually, the same girl. Wow. We uh we still were, with her. Yeah, so there's a wow. moment where we were not, but we're, we're yeah, it wasn't it was not high school. I think it was actually college, but it, you know, it doesn't matter. We were we were yeah, in a brief the... moment when you were not. <laughs> that means that you swim in the pool with your undies on. <laughs> no, you know, we, we we were swimming in my my own pool, but my mom had a, above a, or under. It was an in ground pool. Hell yeah, I'm not helping my case with tiny here, but <laughs> we were swimming naked in this in ground pool. My mom was out like listening to music or something outside. No, she was, she was out away. She was in above ground. She was crick. like away. She was, she, your mom goes away to listen to My music? mom's like an old hippie. Was she listening to the Carpenters? <laughs> no, more of a Cranberries kind of mom. Afternoon delight. <laughs> but, so she was gone. So I was like, hey, while she's gone, we should go enjoy the pool. And then nude. she came, yeah, nude. This is kind of your kink. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. really not. It just happens. Enough. It's just nice to feel the water, you know, in a way. They're like jets in the pool. Damn. <laughs> this is a crazy pool. A bidet. <laughs> just a bidet. Yeah, you know, you get real clean. Um, but my mom came home, and she doesn't give a shit about personal privacy, so she just started, like, talking to us. And you were in the buff. We were in the buff. We were, like, hugging the side of the pool so she couldn't see that we were in the buff. And it was just a very... How'd you get out of the buff? By getting dressed. <laughs> okay. She didn't see your clothes. She did not. It was late at night. She did not see that we were we were in the buff. Oh wow! But I believe she could have insinuated that we were in the buff. She probably knew, because our you know our clothes were on the side of the on the of the pool. Is she a cool mom. She was cool about it. Yeah, she was she was cool about it. She just laughed at us a lot and then took our clothes. 
and put them in the freezer. Did you? Uh, wow. <laughs> Crazy Thatcher, Mom. Actually, that was me. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. In hindsight, kind of a dick move. Tiny raised Thatcher in disguise. <laughs> and that's why you should only skinny dip in cricks. <laughs> wow. Jeff McKinnon, new voice to the podcast. New voice. Oh, get hello. on here, Jeff. New stranger to podcasting. Good to be here. From the Entourage Effect oh, wow. podcast. Tune in on the Cannabis Who's podcast? Radio Thank Network. Thank you, sir. That is mine. With, oh, wow. uh, I want Donald Zolo. We're on the Cannabis Radio You and Don Radio Zolo have a podcast together? We do. It's called The Entourage Effect. We talk about uh, The Entourage Effect of Cannabis, which is where all of the terpenes work together to maximize the therapeutic effect. Plus, we talk about an episode of Entourage. Every time. <laughs> Every time. How long We're, have you known Don Zolo? I've known Don Zolo for probably... Six, seven years? He was in Los Angeles uh same time as I was. Shooting for the show Entourage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got back. We, were, we, were, we were background uh, yeah. f- photographers on one of Vinny's big uh, premieres. No, that's not true. Don Zolo uh, came up for a year to Los Angeles and realized what a soul-sucking hellhole it is, and then <laughs> came back for the last too sweet. five years has said he just got back from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And are you an L.A. native? No, I'm a here native. I'm from uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I would say really Stoughton? hometown is Sharon. Sharon. Very close. Very close. Uh, I, I, I once ac- accidentally wound up in Stoughton trying to get to Sharon on the commuter rail. Sharon is a wonderful commuter rail stop, about 27 minutes. Gorgeous. Very yeah. good one. Six. Very good. Are you from? South Station. My grandparents Mass? all live in Stoughton. I'm from the South Shore. I'm from Situate. Okay. I, I've been told that I'm fake South Shore because Ooh. if you're 93 South, if you're in, you know, near Foxborough, that area. It's interesting. You're not the same. I consider the South Shore definitely to include Sharon, but it does not so. touch Sharon the shore. The no sea line. Okay. You'd have to it drive have what, its own lake. Minutes. And its own Taco Bell. Really? It's right off the exit. Does it? Yeah. Wow. That seems so unlike Sharon. <laughs> Sharon couldn't even sustain a Starbucks. What? It's so elitist. Yeah. It, Sharon. Right in the of town. Sharon right is a very Jewish community. Right, but I don't you, want to call it elitist. Starbucks. I don't know. I don't want it to be a dog whistle <laughs> for any anti-Semitic mass listeners we have out there. Let's just say that Ty Law lived there for one year and quickly sold his house. <laughs> so, uh, my parents, my grandparents had their house there for many years. Actually, it's my, uh, I, my idea of success is buying that house back from the family that currently it's out of the family. Now. It's out of the family. That's yeah. going to be tough. Sharon is a pricey town. It I don't know pricey. what you're pulling down, Jeff. Brother, it's, it's that's be why tough. it's the dream. Yeah, right. If I've succeeded, I can walk up and with my checkbook, and I'm going to have a checkbook. Right. I'm not right. going to Venmo these people. I'm going to write them a check. It's going to be a large check, actually. Yeah. One wow. of the oversized Ooh. publisher clearinghouse. And I'll be like, here's a million dollars. Get out. Get out now. You've destroyed this house. Yeah. Sharon, well, man. you tell them that, you know, give them proof that you've been going there since you were a child. And then maybe fake a haunting to get a few bucks off. <laughs> I could. Know? I could. In I mean, fact, Andrew Durso, another Sharon American oh, comedian. Yeah, to his home. He, yeah, I have been to his home as well. A cigar they have a smoking room in the house. I've wow. seen a cigar in the house. Oh, I, was I don't know if that's evolved or old school. Oh, it's sick. And uh, he <laughs> maintains that his house may be haunted, his childhood home, because it was an orphanage. Wow, it's definitely haunted. <laughs> really? What did he hear? Did he hear like babies crying and stuff? Uh, I don't know. A or lot of like WWE a- sounds coming from his home. He's a big, big fan of professional yeah. wrestling. And in addition to the smoking room, they also have a porridge room. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's, it's like pol- an orphanage, orphanage, like Oliver Twist porridge. Oh yeah, okay. Please, sir, may I have some more. Okay. Edit you know, in uh, a laugh. Edit that. People don't often talk about this, but Steve, uh, I think his name was Steve Salemi. He was a enforcer for Whitey Bulger. He had a house there. Frank Salemi. Frank Salemi. Yeah. That's the one. 
He uh, that's where he had his uh, his standoff with the FBI was in Sharon. Jeez, Could you believe that's it? Tough. I can't believe it. My mother used to tell me they used to go down to the pits and they'd be like, Doc, you know, cars down there, and they'd be like, Oh, they're dumping a body. We gotta get out of here. Jeez. When they would try to smoke their butts away from their parents, you know. <laughs> Go to Andrew Dares' house and then smoke them inside. You can smoke them inside. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we're not at that level. What is the nude culture in Sharon? Is there a lot of nudity Boy. growing up? You walk out of the house, everyone's swimming nude? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, but they do have that lake. And it only occurred to me when you guys were talking about skinny dipping. The one uh, standout experience I had was in Sharon in the lake. Sadly, with my mother and my sister. <laughs> they were all three of you in the buff? Yes. Uh, but not, we didn't disrobe in front of each other, to borrow his word. Okay. Um, I like that. those two, uh, we, we were young teens. Young teens. So we weren't like young children. I know. It seems creepy yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but is it? Very much not off brand for my mother. Pure um, teens? <laughs> I don't know if we, I don't know. I think maybe my sister, yeah, I think my sister was, Developed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is getting worse. Developed, using words like developed and disrobed. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. uh, yeah, the, the we, we, uh, they, those Double two D's. went into the water. <laughs> I was super weird about it because I was super weird about my, I, I've been super weird about my body for a long time. This is yeah. shocking to me that you, you went on a family skinny dipping trip. It was, but it didn't impromptu. start as that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was not a trip. Get in it was the car. <laughs> It was no, on no. the calendar. You know what? If I have to be fair to my mother, what I think her her idea was, was my you mom always encouraged us to be comfortable with our bodies in a healthy way. But, you know, we weren't raised that way. We're all very prude in the family. So she... Her and my sister were like, hey, it's dark. It was nighttime. There was a, they have a, 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 you know, metal dock. If you've ever been to Sharon Lake, they have like a, it's, it's the worst in the uh-huh. summer because it's like aluminum. Yeah, right. Oh, wow, it's like yeah. a thousand degrees. But, um, yeah, nobody was around. So there were, those two got in the water and took off their like bathing suits in the water, stayed submerged. Wow. So this wasn't even a thing of necessity. Like, let's go walk by the lake. Oh, we're in our jeans. I'd love to go swimming. We'll go nude. You guys were ready to swim with clothes. Yeah, yeah exactly. This was taking it up a notch. Yeah, this was, uh, yeah, this was like, let's, let's do something, uh, interesting and new, uh, this evening. I think we were in our, you know, 12 to 14 year old range. Oh, yeah. And I was very awkward. Maybe I was 10. I don't know, but I was like, uh, no, I don't want to do this. And they like coaxed me and coaxed me and coaxed me until eventually I got in. I took off my bathing suit, uh, for about a minute and I, I fluttered my little feet around and let my little wiener yeah. feel the water. And, and the freedom was unreal. I was like, this is amazing, but I am still here with my mom and my sister and I have to get out. <laughs> what if a friend crazy. found you? <laughs> I had no friends. So okay. Don't worry. Are you guys a close family? It seems like a close experience to go skinny dipping with the fam. We are, uh, 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 yeah, we're fairly close. I mean, there's only the four of us: me, yeah. my mom, dad, and sister. So, yeah, we're 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 comfortable like that. Nice. Yeah. What's your family like? You guys? Yeah, my fam's good friends. We probably wouldn't get nude together at a local pond. The but, night you know, is young. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, a lake. I, I mean, see. I was Aaron. There's that South Shore elitism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you the more inshore you get, the more comfortable you are with your incestuous nudity. <laughs> yeah, I see. Uh, no, you know, I, I like my mom picked up on like the weird body thing I had because my my dad and I would go to like the YMCA or whatever to the to gym. have a Schwitz. Yeah, to have a Schwitz. And I would always be like, I'm, I was a changing under the yeah, towel right. kind of guy. And my, my dad was not. And he, and I would always whisper to my mom, like, I don't want to, I don't want everybody to see my penis. And she's like, it's perfectly normal for you to yeah. be naked around other men. It's okay. 
So your parents' nudity was kind of a big thing, that a big value they wanted to instill on their son. To be nude? Yeah. <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> it's I weird. Uh, yeah, I, I, they never had the agenda that uh, you know nudity was was something that should be a part of our life. We're not British, you know. Right. But uh, I uh, yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to be healthy about it, and that's good. I mean, you know, I am a, I'm a bisexual fella, and I, I feel like I might have been a le- even worse and more awkward about uh, that acceptance if I was to feel weird about my body. You wouldn't be comfortable being openly bisexual if no. you couldn't be openly nude. No, because I was already uncomfortable with just the idea of being with men and then being naked with men. I'm, you know, it's, it's been a long time. It's weird that this is the fifth time I've done this naked show because, like, oh wow, this is against. This is not really kind of my thing. I was on a streaker in college. So, in what time span did you do the nudie show before you went to L.A.? Yeah, I mean, I would come back periodically. I don't remember. It was either like. I feel like Zach Sherwin was probably the first person to tell me to do it, and then Mike Kaplan was like the second encouragement because uh, they were doing it all the time. And um, and then it was oh Chris Coxon I think sealed the deal, and he was he he was like you know I mean they told me how freeing and fun it was, and so yeah I I just took the plunge. And there used to be kind of a regular bunch of people like uh, yeah Canavan and Bo Smalley, yeah Chris Penny would do it a lot, yeah Clausen would do it, yeah oh, yeah Ryan Clausen. Um, uh, I remember at least you, I remember seeing you doing it once. Oh and, yeah, how did it look? Uh, it was phenomenal. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, uh, I kind of wish you were submerged in water. I agree, but um, I just wanted to take my bathing suit off and let my penis flap around for just a minute. <laughs> did you take your penis? I mean, just take your penis off. Did you take your bathing suit off while you were in the water? Yes. Like no, I took it off in front of them and then I I showed it to <laughs> them yeah, very aggressively. The moon. Yeah. I said, "Deal with this, ladies." <laughs> did it have built-in undies? Yeah, and netting. Okay. But all right, I don't want to derail that to get back to the, the skinny divot stuff. But but yeah, there were I um I wasn't around doing it when you were just Kaplan. a spectator. I don't think we. I don't even no. I don't. I don't think I ever saw Coxon do it either. I would love to because he would always do funny characters and yeah. stuff involving costumes. Right. So I'm wondering how. That would go out. Would oh, he had a costume for his tattle? dick. No, oh, I don't okay. care. <laughs> he did some tattle. Sure. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm trying to remember, and I, and I feel so Other bad. Other character, one character I never saw him do was the future queer. Oh. Where the, the I never future saw that. is gay. I don't know if he's an alien. <laughs> but you've I'm heard of this, it. but you've. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, he's a good guy. He, he kind of, uh, I think he kind of got off of doing comedy, but he did it a few weeks ago at the comedy studio, I think, or he did, that debate show. Oh, Where is this man? He Chris Coxon. He is in um, a suburb of Boston. I forget which one. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I I, I haven't even uh, I haven't been in touch with Chris. Last time I saw Chris was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival when we were both over there, and he he was having a tough time because he had a noon slot. There's thousands of shows. He didn't have a promoter involved. I was just lucky to be a part of a show that was like well promoted, but like it's a it's a it's a slog, and he's doing 30 shows. One a day, and he's the only one out there flyering every day, and he would get like four people or ten people, which is a shame because the show was great. It's not like it was a reflection no. of Chris sucking. It's just that like you've got high school troops out here from Lunch all over time. the world doing yeah. fucking Shakespeare, and you've got yeah. like you know every single British comic, no matter what level, they're all there doing an hour when most of them shouldn't be, even be doing like six minutes. But like that's what you're competing with. So you know he felt very like I think that was a gut punch to him, and he had been in and London he got mugged too. He got mugged at yeah. Edinburgh. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny because he told me that story and Rick Overton uh, was with us and and on our walk back to the condo, Rick like gave me like fighting instructions and Rick, you know, Rick's like a like older gentleman, you know, 
surprisingly larger than you might think. And he was, he, he gave me some really strong tips on how to like leverage your body and how to really like drive their chest into your knee. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so was this an armed mugging? I don't. I, you know, it was years ago, so I don't remember what the details were, but I think it was just some Scottish hooligans. I've never heard of a mugging at Edinburgh. You know, there's Have many- you not been reading uh, the, the fucking police blotter of the Scotland Yard? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, no, that's shit. in England. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, there's, because I wouldn't be surprised, you know, there's the, like, the layers of Edinburgh, you know, at the very, very bottom, like, where they used to just put all the people that had diseases and stuff. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, I like it until like 5 a.m. there. So I'm kind of, I'm curious. I'll, I'll pick your brain about the Edinburgh because I'm, I'm a little bit curious about that too. Mm. But, uh, uh, but just quickly, what was your, you were part of a show with, with, yeah, with I, was, I, I was there with Setlist, which was, uh, oh, okay. you know, know, improvised stand up. So it was, uh, Troy Conrad and Paul Provenza were really in charge of the whole thing. So, you know, I I just got the sweet spot of just hosting or doing a spot, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I would do guest spots at other people's shows, which is great because there are thousands of shows. There's thousands of bookers, <laughs> so to yeah. speak, for some of these like free showcases. So yeah, it was like we did a ton of shows. Like it is it is a great time if you just throw yourself into it. A lot of drinking of cider. Yeah, many miserable mornings. But. In well attended shows, people were out at yours. Yeah. Ours was, yeah. Setlist. That was um, a big show because that kind of got caught on in England and there's like versions of it and stuff. This was like the the first year of it getting its traction. Like we started in a a cave, like literally it was called the cave and, uh, sold that out for like, I think like a week. And then they were like, okay, let's go to the other spot. And then by the end of the run, like Setlist was in like a pretty decent sort of midsize theater space because, because, you know, with, uh, Matt Kirshen and Provenza both booking it, the, the lineups were ridiculous. Like, I mean, they would, every big name would come and do set lists. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, like I met people, like comedians I'd never heard of, like, um, you know, uh, uh Rich Jupitus, um, who else? Oh God, who are some of these? Uh, Marcel Lecomte, who is, I can't remember who the name of the actor is, but he's like a, he is a, a French comedian who is such a dick. And really? He's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that he started to do things in, in the States, but like, he was uh, incredible. I mean, uh, fuck, Hal Sparks would come through, Margaret Cho, um, Hannibal Burris, like, I mean. Yeah, I mean, Paul Verenza had like 30 years of comedy under his belt, so he probably knew so many people. Knew everybody. Yeah, yeah. and Kirshen knew everybody from the UK, so it was like, you know, I mean, we would have people that, We've never heard of, but like, they're huge, you know. And uh, how'd you meet these guys? Uh, Troy Conrad, I had, uh, featured for him like a decade ago and he was doing like comedy Jesus. He would do these like, he would go around as Jesus and do like man on the street type stuff, which is at the time sort of ahead of his time. It was like, he was like YouTube videoing at that time. Um, and then he created set lists and he was running it out of flappers in, uh, LA in Burbank. And me and like, uh, Riley Silverman and Sean Green and a few other comics were just like the ones that showed up and, and got it and locked in and just did it really well. So he started to throw us onto these bigger lineups and it just kind of grew from there. I met Paul. <laughs> this is actually a hor- like really uncomfortable. I used story. to watch Kids Court and Paul Provenza hosted it. What is that? I think it was called Kids Court. 
It was him as a judge with like kids that settling their amazing. differences That's on Nickelodeon. Amazing. Hell yes. Yeah. Kids Didn't court. Doug Benson do that? Same uh, thing where he was high? <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. that's But that this was on Nickelodeon like growing up. That's a great show. Kids Court. I want it. I want with it. a Z, I assume. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Kids Court television show. Well, this, yeah, uh, 1989. It was hosted by actor Paul Provenza. Wow. It only went for one year. 88, September 10th. It, it was September 10th ever, and it ended in 89. So it's pre-9-11, 88. You know, I, uh, uh, I felt bad because, uh, we weren't quite friend, like, we weren't friends, but he was very, like, gracious and friendly to me at that time. We've become much better friends, but at the time, like, I, you know, I was just trying to find my way in. I don't know if you, either of you have ever done this to somebody where you were just trying to, like, you know, be cool and make, like, a, a, a fun, like, take a funny shot. Sure. And then it, <laughs> you're trying to break yeah. his balls. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know, this didn't even come out like a joke. We were just, like, standing in an alleyway, like, smoking a bowl together. I was like, hey, Paul, my, uh, my mom wanted me to tell you that you, uh, you ruined Northern Exposure. <laughs> He's, that, uh, in, he's in that movie. It's a show. It was a TV show, and I guess uh, the story was. But my mom didn't really say he ruined it. My mom just told me that when Paul came on to the show, it was quickly canceled. Like, yeah. and many would attribute Paul's character oh. <laughs> was sinking that show. It was like a hit show for like five or six years, and uh, then he came on. and I think it went for a season. I might be wrong. Never looked it up. All I know was I felt really bad. So you <laughs> said he that didn't to him. Did, and <laughs> did he hold you in contempt of Kids Court? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he surprisingly had a, a squeaky mallet. He kept. He had the robe on and everything. He never let that show go. <laughs> Did you have a disrobe with Paul? <laughs> um, was there, boy. Any, sw- was there is there any naked swimming in Edinburgh? Why, uh, why, no, I have not. Not have. Were there nudie shows in Edinburgh? It seems that's like actually the, that's a thing. good question. That is the origin of this show, as a matter of fact. Oh, is Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Yeah, because Andy O'Feish was over there with the Walsh brothers, and there is not that, and they have never been shy about getting naked for no, no fucking. I've seen Chris Walsh's dick. I think I more just than saw my him own. on a commercial. News his dick? dick? No. <sighs> What's he in? It was ah uh, fuck. I think it, it was a hockey commercial. Mm. It was because uh, I was watching NHL playoffs. That's great. NBC. Good for him. Check it out. It's big money. That's national. Seven. Then, boom. Yeah. His brother's back here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Raising the kids. They took a doctor. Are they yeah. twins? No. no not even a couple close. of years. I a couple years different. Yeah. I yeah. often am like, I don't know how you guys are related. I yeah. do not see the resemblance. Can you see it when they get nude? Have the, you seen both same, of them nude? The dicks are identical. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Same, same, uh, circumcision bodies. scars and everything. Yeah. <laughs> identical dicks. Fraternal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the, so in, uh, at Edinburgh, there's a show called Spank and it's at midnight and it's, sold out it's packed um and it's very popular it's just always like a showcase of you know the biggest names of the most talked about shows and they do a intermission where they allow any show that is currently at the festival to promote their show if they're nude if they're nude that's amazing and so the walsh brothers would go and promote their show in the nude and they had so much fun i think they even started to do their show in the nude there (laughs) So Andy, yeah, brought this back, and uh, yeah, I think. Did you get nude in Edinburgh? I did not get nude in Edinburgh, and you had nothing to promote. You're already on. The, I know. I, we were already killing good. it. What about the <laughs> L.A. nudity scene? Boy, there isn't one. No. Yeah. Do no. they still do that for the Spank show? I mean, is that an I Edinburgh think so. fixture? I haven't been there for a while, but yes, I would yeah. think that they do. That's how are flights to Edinburgh? 
for the festival. It's got to be expensive. They're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's They'd... cheaper if you fly to a different city in Scotland in and take up. the bus. Yeah. 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 yeah they were better when uh, there was a, a – what was it called? I don't know. An airline that like just went out of business. Wow. Once. Um, and it was great. It was like I went to Amsterdam for $400 round trip and they had Edinburgh stuff for the same price. Uh, but they just hastily went out of business and like left people like with return flights that they weren't going to mount. Oh. Like they were just like, yep, uh, got to book a new one. I can't, what were they called? Wow. Yeah. W-O-W. I really like them, but they, they're through Iceland. Google it. You'll find it. You'll oh. find them. They're closed. Reykjavik Air. Something Reykjavik Air. Reykjavik. I know that on that flight, me and my ex-fiance got yelled at for bringing a French or a uh, Icelandic liqueur onto the flight with us that they sold on the flight for twice as much, but we bought it in the airport. Right. We were duty free. Yeah. And so we were like, you know, we both were like, well, all right, we'll finish it. Like, we need you to do dis- I don't know what kind of accent that is, but yeah, they're Icelandic. Like uh, we need you to dispose of it. And I was like, mm, not going to do That's that. That's what this is. Yeah, <laughs> I am disposing of it. Uh, and then after they stopped harassing us, another American came up to us like, oh, my God, we got so uncomfortable. You guys, all of us have booze. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, do you? Yeah, let me take the fucking hit for everybody. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh. Anyways. Um, nudity. Got naked with my, uh, ex in hot tubs and pools in their, her parents' backyard a lot. Were the parents there as well? Oh, Was yeah. this also a family affair? Oh yeah, they were watching. Now I would, <laughs> did, I, w- I would Giving be, notes. I've never had sex in a pool. I think the chlorine would bug me out. I don't think Although that would I be, think good it'd be for I think it'd be worse for the lady. I think it's bad for the vagina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I what about like the butthole? It's pretty well the butthole. The butthole. <laughs> the butthole. <laughs> like the memoir. The butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I guess uh she she was fine with it. I mean, you've you know. had sex in a pool. Yeah, in, in, a, in a hot tub in or a pool. Hot tub. Oh, Above you know, grounds? is this an urban legend? Did you finish in the hot tub? That have is you an heard urban this? legend that, that like you have finished sticks. in a hot tub. <laughs> That's it's it's have you heard this? If you like <laughs> ejaculate in a hot tub, it goes like everywhere or something. Is that just I what your know. dad told you? Yeah, some so don't jerk off like, in the hot tub. Jerk off in a tub, it'll like go everywhere. Well, and I have only oh, I have jerked off into a hot tub from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> and it got on everybody. Yeah, it did. I was, so how I was long? Running. How long were you with the fiance? What happened? And how long? Was it been? <laughs> I'm going to cover that on stage. We uh, we called off the wedding last year. Um, I was with her for five years. We were engaged for two, and uh, we called it off a month before the wedding. That's hella sad. Were people pissed? Um, you know what? Shockingly, no. The only people that were pissed. Probably her parents, but they were kind of, uh, you know, integral in it. So, you know, there I you say, go. fuck you, take right. the hit. Uh, they call them your in-laws because they were integral. <laughs> they, they were in integral it. in the demise. Oh, they were integral in, yeah, undermining the entire fucking relationship. They're all. Yeah. Did the pressure of the wedding take down? Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. Awful, dude. I mean, I you know, I couldn't have done uh, it worse. I honestly like, I did everything wrong. <laughs> like, were you a groomzilla? No, no, oh. not opposite. It was, it was actually that like I was so accommodating uh, in many respects that, that like she ended up with a new groom. Yes, yeah. I was like, you know, anything you want He's to change, man, for a reason. You can pick a venue. You can even pick a new, yeah, a new groom if you want to. Yeah. Oh, you didn't want to fuck me. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, my friend Kevin's much, much nicer. <laughs> Um, no, you know, I mean, I, I made the mistake of uh, both trying to uh, produce my first film. First feature film as writer director the same year that I was getting married. And that was too much, too much for a year. It was, you know what I, I will say, I, I'm just going to say for the sake of 
sure. I'll say sure. But I would also say that like, there's a thing where like people, you know, when you're doing something unconventional or where they like when people need to be right about the warning that they're giving you. So plenty of people were like, ah, that's just a lot to plan a wedding right. and, 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 uh, you know, and complete a film in the same year. And then that film actually wound up, wound up tied to a charity event. That was also a whole thing. Like it became like a, a monster. The whole year became a beast. But I did feel like now all these people who gave me this warning need to be right. So they're all kind of stoking that fire. Yes. And my fiance, my ex fiance, very suggestible, especially by her parents. And so everything that, you know, with their, their anxieties became her anxieties. You know, their prophecies became truths. You know what I mean? So they didn't want to see you plan a wedding and a film. Not at all. No. But you know, that, like, you can delegate. Oh wow. Uh, I'm on, I'm on next. Oh wow. Okay. Jeff's up next. He's getting go the get buff. naked. So if you want to hear the rest of this podcast, <laughs> I mean, his story, go back in time and attends the show that we we're recording this during. Yes. And He's to giving it. us a preview. He's yeah. Gonna, I haven't worked out all that material. Like, this oh, is yeah. going to be good. I want to, thanks for you having come me. back. And, no, no, come back after your set. Oh, I'll come after my set. Yeah, we'll still be here. Bring some M&Ms if there's Record still Record the like audio it. of your set. I'd we'll, like to, we'll splice it in. Make this prophecy. You can get M&Ms from the thing. Just put it on Andy's tab. Yeah, I would love some M&Ms and no, putting really, that out yeah. into the world. Yeah. So Matt, just uh, you and you I here. The, the, I know. We had at one time four non-speaking guests in the room. It is just dwindled. Yep. And it's, well, it's, it's good because you haven't given us any, uh, nude swimming stories. I haven't given any nude swimming stories. I am very upset that I've never gone skinny dipping. It was an option. I'm from a beach community. Uh, but the place we used Skitty to- Skinny dip in the beach I've never considered. Well, it would be very dangerous. It's we, cold. Yes. We also used to go do our drinking and bonfirings at a place called The Spit, which was accessible only by boat or by like cutting through someone's backyard depending on the tide. And it was oh, a shit. very dangerous tide there that, you, you know, people would die if they swum. So, uh, we, we were able to avoid that, but- so I, I never went. I would love to go. Uh, I'll maybe put that as a goal of mine for this year. Maybe as a team building thing at work. Suggest it. <laughs> Suggest it. Do you have a, what do you, what do you have for family members? You're not an only child. No, I've got a mother, I've got a father, and I have a younger sister. Okay. I'm glad that you listed the parents first. Yes. I was like, you're not an only child. No, I've got a mother. <laughs> yeah, oh, and so do only child. Uh, okay, so you have a sister. So you have the McKinnon equation. Right. The, the McKinnon family. Yeah. How old, how old is your sister? 23. All right. So legal age to go skinny dipping yes. with her brother and mom. I probably won't be scheduling <laughs> uh, that family outing, but it's good to know someone else has done it. You know? Ah, uh, yeah. That, that was a bit much. I mean, no, not, not a bit much. It was just the right amount. There's no judgment for the Naked Comedy Showcase. There should be no judgment for the Naked Comedy Podcast. But the Naked Comedy Blog is just oh. Judgment City. Yeah, it's where we body shame. It's where we critique There's pubic reviews. arrangements. Uh, have you I thought about doing it. Speaking of reviews... Um, so I've been, uh, it's no secret on this podcast, I do a day job where I, I, I give tours to visitors of Boston and curious locals, but I've been helping train the new narrators, so I've been critiquing their tours and taking them and nitpicking things to try to make them do better, and um, I had to 
go last at a long showcase of a comedy show last night. Yes. You were there for it. And it was, uh, you know, uh, someone remarked to me, they're like, they're like, man, the audience here, like, kind of sucks. It's like, yeah, but they really only kind of sucked when the comics sucked. Yes. That <laughs> is true. Like, you had a good set, yeah. it, like, despite the fact that it was a tired room and other people had good sets. But it's like, I think it would be funny if someone reviewed comedy showcase shows. Cause you never see stand up comedy reviewed unless it's like the Boston Globe. Right, it's like right. Dane Cook or something. But, uh, it'd be really funny to just attend showcase shows and write nitpicky reviews. Of, Zach of, of Russell's mother has done that before privately. She takes ah, notes of him. I, no, and everyone else on the show okay. when he was running the show. I think there is definitely a subgroup of people to which I fall under only when watching baseball, whereby taking notes puts them more in the experience. Yeah. They're able to get more out of it by taking notes. Do, uh, so you score the game? I do score the game. Yeah. I get, Once I get, you I go to more than two games, scoring a game. eh, but I score the game two until about play. the seventh inning, and then if I drop the pencil or I go to the bathroom, I'm out. Yeah. What got me really scoring the game is Joe Castiglione was talking to a couple of guys, and he was telling how one of maybe Joe DiMaggio, when he became a broadcaster... He had, he was scoring a game once, and, uh, the guy next to him looks over, he says, what's WW? And he said, wasn't watching. <laughs> and so I loved that. I love that, that, you know, he wasn't watching. They do tell you how to score after every play on the scoreboard. Yeah. He could have rectified it, but the true statement of his scorecard was he wasn't watching. He doesn't know what happened. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. I like that everyone I have tried can to score, score basically games. Yeah, I've never scored one completely, but have you ever scored a basketball game. No, I haven't. That would be, uh, endless. <laughs> it's, 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 you know what? It's, it, it definitely keeps you involved. There are specific score sheets for it. I've because, never even heard of this. Yeah. I didn't hear of it either until I was assigned. I wrote for my Emerson College newspaper and I covered, uh, ladies basketball. Oh yeah. And I, and I, uh, used a score sheet and it was, it was Would fun. you mark where people took the shots? It was easy. No, not from, I mean, if it was three points or, a, uh, you know, but you wouldn't put like driving low up. Honestly, I don't remember exactly the dynamics of it, but um, but we hey, we got guests. Sam Pelletier is here. Grab a Pick mic. up a mic. Have you now or will you ever score a college women's basketball game in a specific notebook? I'm gonna say no, and uh, thank you for having me. What is score? Is that like uh, the guys who would take like notes on baseball games yes, over their radio? Yeah. Is that the kind of thing? Scoring a game, yes. Yeah, but you can do it for basketball. <laughs> Hockey would be impossible, I think. But but nude swimming. What have you done? Have you thought about it? Have you done it? What do you think it should be mandatory? What do you think? Should it be legislated? Crick, ocean, above ground actually, pool. That's a, that's a never have I ever one for me. I have never nude swam. Oh. I, uh, I think have I have you the jumped in a pool with your clothes on. I feel <laughs> like this is, this feels like a virginity conversation. What about an outdoor shower? Have you ever been in an outdoor shower? Oh yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah. Where? From Maine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's all these camps up there. It would probably no be on one of those. Yeah, like, so, and it's, it's like, I don't know why, I think of the movie Holes, which I yep. also read the book Holes. Louis Sakar. Yeah, it's kind of squared off. And, uh, it's like, you, if you watch someone in one, I always picture, like, you can see. Do like, you the, often watch people in nude showers? 
Well, you want to know if it's empty. No, it's not. So it's not a. It. It's not a nude shower, or at least not for you know male assigned people, because like the dick is not visible in an outdoor shower. Yeah. You know, it's like there's it's a still dip- a nude shower. Yeah, you're nude in every the shower. Every shower is a nude shower. <laughs> Have you ever Except been to a gym not class. nude shower? <laughs> So what are you saying that the penis is not visible, but vaginas are visible in these outdoor showers? No, but boobs are visible. But for I, for some reason, for 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 breasts, for I associate that as nudity. I don't. So see they're it. very Partial short. Nudity. These showers. The well, no, because the the part that showers on you is is taller. It's as tall. It's as tall as a normal shower. Yeah. It's just like the part that an onlooker could see is pretty much. The ta- the, the so they torso. designed a shower where you can see breasts? I mean, I guess. That sounds intentional. Who designed this shower and how many Nobel Prizes has he received? This is why we need more women in engineering. Maybe I think a, a woman did design it, but it was an older woman with sagging breasts that did fall below yeah. the perimeter. Yeah, that's the, they naturally sagged for out of modesty. For outdoor shows. <laughs> so, how was your nude performance? Your nude nude performance. I feel good about it. You know, it was. You've done the show multiple times. Is this your first time doing it as a local? Um, <laughs> yes, it was my first time as a person who lives in Boston. As a resident of Bean Town. As a resident of Bean Town. Taxpayer, have you registered to vote? Yes. A yes, I have. Yeah. Um, I got actually your health care because I'm self-employed. Yeah. Your uh, health care is so much better. Than is Maine. it cheaper? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Governor LePage. I know he's not governor anymore. But no, it's cheaper here. It's really? much more expensive in Maine. If you're buying because in Maine, you got to buy from the Obamacare marketplace. And it's filled with old people. Like Massachusetts is a lot of young people, and you right. have the best marketplace because you're the ones who did it first. Mm. You know the the mass marketplace. It works for me. I went to urgent care for twenty five dollars. That's good. That's. Are was, you healthy? What happened? I was um, concerned. I had you. Did you, Tiny? You remember when I had that facial mole? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a nightmare. Yeah. Well, you had I a mole that, that went away. I had a skin, like ta- I had a forehead, I, I had a skin tag it. growing out of my forehead. It's, uh, a lot of the genetics in Maine are not, uh, the most. And where is it now? It's, um, in my trash. I threw it away. I removed it. Did you it. rip it off? I ripped it off. I did the, uh, I did the dental floss thing. So you tie a uh, dental floss around it. It reduces. No, 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 you don't, I didn't, there's no ripping. This is a very gentle, this is a very gentle removal, but you cut off the circulation and then it dies because the blood can't, yeah. It's like if you- This rapidly grew out of your head? Yeah, I thought, well that's the thing, I thought it might be skin cancer, so I went to the doctor and he took one look at it. So I went to the dentist. (laughs) He said not skin cancer, so I'm very, I'm very happy about that. But he was a $25 doctor, do you trust him? I mean, he wasn't technically a doctor. He was something called a nurse practitioner. which is between nurse and doctor, but they are way smarter than me. Hey, and practitioners make perfect. <laughs> Sorry. I, feel like, I feel like I'm killing on this podcast. I'm going to bomb on You're stage. crushing it. Yeah. Dad jokes for dad bots. Yeah. Hey, come on. I took a, I went to the gym today and just used the sauna naked with the towel. Did you go just to use the sauna? I'm thinking of doing that. I do that. I yeah. do it often. If, yeah. I, if I'm pressed for time, like, well, I don't have time to work out. I'm but you gonna, love the sauna? I love the sauna. And I spent the most time in there I ever have today. 30 minutes straight. Straight no one break. sesh? Yep. A fully clothed man came in at one point for five minutes. There is no group of people I respect less than shorts people in a sauna. <sighs> well, There's no, no group. Yeah. I started by wearing shorts in the shower. Why? Uh, not in the shower, the sauna. 
because uh the t- the towels are like were tiny and I could you know no offense know. uh they <laughs> and he was kept talking about cricks when I'm trying to sweat onto him and uh no I don't know I didn't really know I've never been what to a gym gym. I've never this? been to a gym sauna before I've only been to saunas at hotels and stuff it's a Boston Sports Club Austin Mass I usually go around seven a.m. if you want to check me what out. do you pay for so uh, to a rate I'm uh, about to join I'm thinking of going BIC or I'm thinking of going YMCA. Uh, what I'm saying is probably cheaper. I pay about thirty dollars. Steam and on it. Thirty. That's good. Thirty bucks a you month. You want to sign a contract? Yeah, yeah. I already did. I'm, I don't want to sign I'm, a contract. Well, I don't know if it's a contract. It, well, it is because you got to give them like a thirty day heads up if you want to quit. I would come for a schmitz. Well, I mean, I'll come for a schmitz. Get a free personal training thing. Play some basketball. And you get towel service with the thirty dollars. Oh yeah, I take like two towels. You know what think my we'll reaction three next time to coming to Boston it was. These people are so healthy. It's a yeah. very healthy group of people. Well, the city is. Massachusetts, if you go to Route 1, it is not Town no longer true. Not. Cleanest yeah. urban river in America. Which Charles one? River. Yeah. yeah. The Chuck? Yeah. The cleanest Chuck. urban river in America. I did a lot of uh, petitions uh, last year on Route 1 towns. I did Danvers Market Basket and Lynn Market Basket. That one was pretty brutal. What do you mean, like you petitioned them? The, yeah, people, yeah. People later. were saying slurs on you? Uh, no, no, that, that was at the Lynn Market Basket and it was a parking dispute and, uh, a very nice, uh, older gentleman with a shaved head, uh, was calling, uh, someone else, uh, very unkind words for how they had conducted themselves in the parking lot. You weren't involved, though. You were I was not involved. No, I was just watching. Like, so Massachusetts. Let's settle this like men. Sign the petition <laughs> and continue arguing. Yeah. Yeah, but Massachusetts is the only place that lets me do it right outside the door at the shopping centers. Yeah. Because legally you have to. You can't in Maine? No, because that's private property. They can tell you to get the fuck off their land. But Massachusetts has a law where if it's a petition initiative, uh, the shopping centers count as the town square and they have to let you stand there. That is bonkers. I've petitioned outside for Jimmy Tingle. I've gotten signatures yep. for Jimmy Tingle in, uh, at Cambridge Whole Foods, a.k.a. Whole Paycheck. And uh, Cambridge Star Market. I hate people who won't sign. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Well, yeah, because you're out there and they're fucking, you only have a certain amount of energy and they're looking at you with that disdain. And, uh, and it takes anger. two seconds. It's yeah. not an endorsement. It's just to yeah, get it, just it on gets the ballot. on the ballot. Exactly. Yeah. I did, I did Jimmy Tingle and Quentin Palfrey. I did both of the people who. Are you a hired gun? I mean, I don't think it's appropriate to discuss that on this podcast. You know, it's a very public podcast. Um, Jimmy Tingle, get him on the show. I think so you that, can't disclose whether or not you received dough? I mean, yeah, dough. I totally got paid, but it's, you know. So that's your specialty, is petitions? Yeah, because for any other kind of politicking, it's hard to figure out how valuable any one person is, because it's all like, how do you know if someone got people out to vote, really, if their efforts? But for petitions, it's very numerical. You're worth this many of them an hour, or this many of them totally in a day. So if you can do good numbers, then yeah, you You're can... You're better than unpaid people. Um... I think that I am probably, I'll stay there longer and I'll probably get them faster. Um, really? You know some tricks. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of tricks. Alright, let's, let's do a scenario. Because I'm gonna pass the mic because I'm gonna go check on the show. I think I have to go up soon, but we're joined by 
favorite of the podcast, friend of the show, Demetrius Big D. Halem. Now, okay, let's walk you through. You were just shopping at a market basket. You come out, a guy in a green sweater, a pair of khakis, uh, approaches you. Sam, play this out. Hi, are you from Massachusetts? Fuck you want, man. Well, uh, yeah. So we're doing this petition uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, do you live in Massachusetts or do you live in another state? You work for the police or something? Because I don't want to really answer that. Okay, so I'll do the civics version. Are you registered to vote in Massachusetts? Definitely Let's start not. there. Definitely not. Okay. So you would cut him loose at this point, right? Cut him loose. Cut him the fuck out. Because yeah. like, if you're not registered to vote, his signature is worthless. Yep. So thank you. Just Have void. a good day. Yeah, you know I'm black. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I gotta, I gotta watch out for these hoes. Petitioners texting. Yeah, Yeah, right. How was your set, Big D? Did you put the pussy on the chain wax? No, I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't go. (laughs) What have you been doing? I've been, uh, I've been working, man. I did. uh, uh, last week I had a show. Thursday, Friday, no, Saturday, what'd you do Sunday. Right now? <laughs> Just now, I've, um, I've been real busy. Uh, yeah, cleaning my bathroom. Busy. I, uh, nah, I, organized shit, I don't my know CDs. What, oh, I was watching the, um, you know, when they do the, you know, the participants or whatever. I was, oh, I was the watching audience. the crowd go, yeah. go up or whatever. And it was one black dude and I was counting on, you know what I'm saying, to be like, you know, have a whole lunch or something, but he only had a snack. So it was, what joke did the, the, woman tell nothing um she just jumped up there like, and was like this is the joke i'm fucking naked right now oh my like, god i never thought i but would this do is the crazy the crazy <laughs> shit was like well i gave her the audience joke that's oh, my job i gave her the mario i don't think she did oh yeah what are mario's overalls made out of denim 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 <laughs> denim, denim, denim i give it to everyone i give it to someone once you should <laughs> give matt kona slash ted pettengale's um Joke. The Minoxidil? Yeah, that's a good one. Tell I that to D. Minoxidil. I don't even know it. What's the Minoxidil? Oh, oh, hey. You know Ben Franklin? Oh, yeah. wanted, oh, hey. You know what Minoxidil is? No. It's <laughs> a bald, <laughs> bald medication. You're okay. It's like uh, Propecia. <laughs> I got Propecia. You know what Propecia yeah, is? I know what alopecia yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, 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 propecia. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ready? Ready? So you know that Ben Franklin wanted the national bird to be the turkey instead of the bald eagle. How crazy is that? Right. Because wow. imagine if you were at Thanksgiving and you had to eat a bald eagle. Yeah. Oh, shit. What would the gravy be? Minoxyl? I mean, come ah, on. Minoxidil. Minoxidil. Yeah, that was pretty solid. <laughs> Side effects may include lack of breathing. <laughs> mm. All right, so what? this is what we need. We need Tiny to discuss his set. Yeah. And uh, we need some reflections from from Demetrius. Uh, oh, I walked the, the thing. Tiny, how was the set? Uh, I, I think I killed. I, really? Uh, you yeah, put yeah, the yeah. pussy on the chain wax? I did, I did. I'm a killer. I, I don't use that type of terminology. Put the pussy on the what now? On the chain wax. <laughs> what? You put, what? Put the, I didn't know put Brazil the pussy was so raw. On the chain wax. It's a key and peel sketch. You never seen this? Oh, no. I don't think, no. <laughs> Yeah, if you just did really well, you put the pussy on the chain wax. It went well. Put, I don't. Put the pussy on the chain wax. Brazil does. Put the pussy on the chain wax, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I placed the pussy on the chain wax. I had I had thought about where I was going to put the pussy, 
and I figured <laughs> the chain wax was the best place, motherfucker. I was like, no. My nigga, what you gonna do with the pussy? I don't know. Pass it to chain wax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just put the pussy on the chain wax. Yeah. So <laughs> if you did, if you did well, you put the pussy on the chain wax. That's, I oh, put wow. the pussy on yeah, the chain the wax. The ch- you did good. It sounded good. It was good. It was I was good. like, "How was the lunch?" As Big D calls it. Oh, it was hefty. I was your little satchmo and shit, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, I didn't, it was weird. I, that was one thing I was telling Sam outside is I didn't ever think I'm naked right now. I just was like, yeah, it's just hot. It's just another room that's fucking on I, fire. Uh, you know how tiny does these hot rooms? Put the pussy on the chain wax. <laughs> <laughs> pussy on the chain wax. Fucking chain wax. I am tired of this pussy. I'm this. Motherfucking chain wax. My shit. <laughs> My shit is exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> He's been putting too much pussy on the chain wax. He almost slipped off the chain wax to all that pussy. <laughs> off the chain wax. <laughs> off the chain wax. <laughs> oh man, I unleashed the beast. I uh, introduced you guys to a six-year-old sketch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know you're going that's, nuts. That's bad. <laughs> I'm gonna Hulu that when I get home. Was this the best set of your life? It's, uh, it's better than no, being introduced no, no. to a sketchy six-year-old. Oh, Dan, I didn't like that. That I was it's better than. That was no pussy, no chain wax, right there. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> no wax. I don't actually know if I want either of those things. Like that was no wax, brother. <laughs> what is cha- what does it mean? I don't really even know what chain wax is. Okay. But... You know, I'm gonna tune into that sketch, think... and it's gonna be something completely different, like. You misheard it. Not to like, overanalyze. Put that pussy on the train tracks. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're going around being like chain wax. It's chain uh, wax, and it's like, no, they mean they're gonna train get right, tracks. Right, right, we're right. gonna get this thing on the road. We're right. Put the pussy on the train tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've heard chain wax your whole life. I think the the male penis is the chain, and the wax is the vaginal secretions. Right. Not or to, uh, I think if that's what you call it, you're not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> no, I'm ready. You're not ready to <laughs> We built this city on chain wax. Oh. Big T has been straight dropping ballads all night. <laughs> He's a hit maker. Big D, what are you trying to accomplish out there? What are you trying to do for the tonight, people tonight? What I want to do is call white people nigga with as much <laughs> impunity as I can because... They can't say it back. Is that unusual not, behavior for I'm you? I'm not going to do that here at Improv Boston. We're not going to turn this into No Limit uh, Records and no shit. Limit. I'm not going to be the master P of this. I'm just going to go out there, and I just want to I wanna at least convince the black people that are in the crowd that... It, you gotta blame, you gotta blame my daddy because I'm not swinging no hog tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my turtle's tucked in his shell. Do you really believe that that is something that a father passes on to his son? Is penis I believe size so. and shape? Cause my, cause my pops, his name is Big D. You know what I'm saying? And all he ever does is talk about how big his dick no, is. No, you're kidding me. No, for real. Your dad just goes around talking about his penis to his son? 
Well, yeah, this nigga's crazy. I don't know if you <laughs> met my pops, but that nigga's bugged out. He's, he's a, just iron, like he's a local a big seven old... iron worker. He's crazy as hell, and he'd be saying like the wildest shit. Like, I, I love how casual that was. Oh, was just like, oh yeah, like, he's crazy. He's like, nigga, you can't hold shit. I've been macking, stacking, and quarterbacking, baby, pimping, <laughs> dipping, and never slipping. How old is this man? No, uh, he's like my pops is like at least seventy-one. No, nah, he's like. Almost sixty, still working. Oh yeah, he does iron work. He got like two. He's like, nigga, I got two more years. I'm out this yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Put that pussy something. on the chain wax. How many? Do you have siblings? Yeah, I got. I got. Damn, nigga. Um, I mean, this guy got, has got to have a lot of kids. I got three to be brothers. Talking like this. No, no, no. My pops only has. My pops has three sons. But my mom's was, you know what I'm saying, she was, you know what I'm saying, she was making a loop around the buildings and shit, so it's, um, on my mom's side is me, my brother, and my sister, but we all got different daddies. So, you know, she was, you know. So you got, what, five siblings all together? All together, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you, like, do you, do you like, do you feel like you should talk to your children the way your dad talked to you? I keep it a buck with my son. You keep it 100. Wow. You tell him about your penis. Nah, I don't do nothing like that, but I'm just like, look, <laughs> look, my nigga's like, look, you know what I'm saying? One day, you're gonna get a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's because you, because you a junior. You know what I'm saying? It's because you, you packing the, you packing the hog. But that don't, that don't mean, like nigga, you gotta work for your shit. Like you know, so you just gotta keep him. Just gotta be honest with him. Do you Wait, brag so about are you your own saying? Are you? Did, let me try and understand. Well, I got you, his mama. So, so that you don't... say that you have a small penis because your dad has a small penis, but he talks about having a huge penis. But you're telling your son he has a huge penis. No, so no, gonna... no, no, no. I tell him right now. Like, look, that's your little dinky. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> I tell my twelve year old daughter, you have a huge penis. <laughs> nah, you got to. And you can do whatever you want. Babe. Sometimes the little kid need that confidence, son. <laughs> like when you when you growing up. As that's a little... not a clip. That's a really big. Oh god. <laughs> oh, wow. Dan, wow. you're bringing too much to this program. I am. You know what? This is a podcast. Nah, it's, yeah, it it's is. Fun. It's a hard cast, motherfucker. <laughs> he put that pussy, put the on, the pussy on the train wax, tracks. How old's your son? How old's your son? Well, my son's not. He's he's chilling though. Like he's yeah. you know he's he's. I, I, was I caught nine. him. I caught him. I caught him. I caught him trying to you know what I'm saying I caught him trying to you know like put his hand in the purse. You know what I'm masturbate. Nah. Oh. Put his hand in the purse. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. In the purse. And who's? His little homegirl. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Ooh, and then nine. But he, like, he flipped the script and was like, um, uh, <laughs> daddy, she told me she wanted to play PP. And I was like, PP? Play PP. I was like, what, what are you talking about, boy? He was like, what you wanted me to, this like, pod is above my like, pay grade oh, now. This wow. feels like a parenting but podcast. No, but do you want to play PP? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, so what ended up happening was, was like, you know, I scolded I him or whatever, but I was like, I just came to the conclusion. I was like, yo, whoever you was hanging around, they moms would thought. Because, like, <laughs> how would she know about this shit? My son is in- unimpressionable like that right now. He don't know nothing about hitting it from the back of nothing. <laughs> like, how you going to be trying to, you trying to, like, Play like my, that's my son. Like he don't know yeah. nothing about that. That nigga well, scared the, to go on Disney. How old's the girl? She's gotta be nine too, right? Oh, oh no, no, this didn't happen when he was nine. This happened when he was like, oh yeah, uh, six probably. Oh, and how old was the girl? Same, same, same. Okay, yeah. yeah, but she was a little, you know, she was a little. But she learned some shit from somebody. Buzz down, Tatiana. Uh, did, <laughs> you, did you call oh her parents? You have a little conference. 
Um, her mom was like, she plays pee pee all the time. Yeah. Like Carmen's mom and shit. Go play pee pee. Um, it was a, uh, it was a close family friend. Wow. Wow. I can't believe I just told a whole true story like that. Yeah, son. But I ain't with my baby mom no more, so it don't matter. We got the naked truth. Yeah, naked truth. Raw. I want, I want to say that I really appreciate that you slut shamed, uh, the girl's mom instead of slut shaming a six year old. I was, uh. She's a little thought too, though. Yeah. Both of, it's both yeah. of them. You it's the, like, it's the thought that counts. Right. Yeah. The thought that counts, it's the but thought like, that counts. you over here trying to bust it open for a little nigga and shit. Like, oh you my can't God, do that. Right? Like, that's not, my son is, my son is not impressionable. Like, he's not, I mean, I can't, I'm not even using the right words. He's not, um, my son. He's naive. He's too pussy. To try to like, you know what I'm saying? Like he do other like dumb shit. Like try to break in. He's not conniving like that. Nah, he's conniving as fuck. But not like like that. My son is a little. Not to get the puss wallet. Yeah, like he ain't worried about no. He's trying to be cool. The ham, the ham wallet. Throw up, fuck yeah. He trying to stick his hand in the fucking in in her purse and shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm all set. You know what I mean? Like it'd be too much. I'm worried. My daughter's 12, and I don't want anybody near her ham wallet. Matt Kona's going up in a no, thank you. Few. Not even Matt Kona. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. Especially not Matt. Kona. Oh my God! Oh Maron! Oh Maron! People say, "Dan, you joke around about anything." I say, "Yeah, it's hard to offend me." They say you're like if you catch them, you're not supposed to shame that because that leads to a bad. Oh situation. no, you don't shame it. You just coach it. It's weird. You got a child, I, right, Tony? I do. You have a daughter or a son? Son. So I have a daughter, and she's just started her fucking period. Oh, no. She's 12. Did you coach her with, through huh? the situation? Well, my wife and I have to coach her through different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not weird if it's your kid. Right. Unless you're weird, but that's fucked up, you know. But, yeah. What, 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 what did you say? He just wants to get the fuck out. No, I had a situation last week. What was your situation last week? I was... I was talking to this chick. You already went up, Matt? No. I was talking to this chick. M&M's? No, I forgot. Jesus. Oh, they don't, they closed the bar now. He told me. We need some M&M's for the boys. Jeff McKinnon is going super long. Oh, wow. He's going whole lunch? He didn't uh, know there was not a light? I don't know. I don't know how long he was. You're kidding me. Yo, he's bugging. We're an hour 15 into the show. We're only at number five. We need to slap him right now. Oh, that's wild. I might just not go up. Wow. For the people listening at home, we have a situation. We do. I'm killing back here. How? It's telling us so. Big D had a situation last week. He was talking to a woman. Okay. So I don't think anybody's going to hear this shit. But (laughs) like I was talking to this chick or whatever, and then she just came out one day and was like, yo, I got herpes. And I was like, wow. And then I was like, Wow. Well, I got a girlfriend and shit. I can't talk to you. No way, really. And then, um. But if you, if she didn't have herpes, the girlfriend wouldn't matter. I gotta be careful how I word this. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything still matters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Either way, nigga, I would have had the for life or whatever. But my will was strong. So I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't give in. Actually, after she told me what she told me, I just didn't talk to her no more. But then I seen her at an open mic Sunday in Jamaica Plain. And um So while I'm sitting there <laughs> so while I'm This man is crazy. So there are like 
five female comedians in the whole city. I'm getting a microphone now from that silence. That is an insane story. Dan Martin on the mic. Oh, that wasn't half of it. So while I'm there, I'm chilling, and then I see Shorty, so I'm like, oh, shit. So I I don't like really. I was like, hi. <laughs> and then I just walked outside or whatever, but then my uh, my girlfriend called me and was like, "Yo, I'm on my way." She and picked was, you up? Nah, I was already there, but she was on her way there to do what? Mm, just come chill, come on down, yeah. So, were you gonna carpool home? So she asked me about this chick before, whatever. And I told her, I was like, "Yo, I talked to the her, four of you, you, your no, girlfriend, I was like, I the woman and her herpes." And I was like, "I talked to her and shit, like, but we didn't, you know, it wasn't nothing like that." I stopped talking to her and shit, so. Come to find out, my girl can see all my text messages. No, they go all right to her phone own. calls and shit. Uh-oh. Why? Did she pay your phone bill? Nah, she don't pay my <laughs> shit bill. So how'd she get what it? Are you a fucking a, private eye? Nah, you just making sense though. If like, something is curious to me, I yeah. ask. You yeah, know? So I'm, we on the same. You watch plane. a lot of Veronica Mars. I'm or something. just saying. <laughs> now nah, we on the same. Plane this guy might have the pussy on the chain wax, but his girlfriend's got the phone bill on her credit card. Right. Put the loose fights on the train tracks. She pulls up to the spot and then goes in there and then comes back out. I was like, Oh, you got your bitch up here? And I was like, Nah, I don't got. Oh, I didn't invite nobody here. Like. She She's came like that. Will. And then so. She's a stand like, oh, comedian. let's go talk to the bitch right now. So then she marches into the spot, sees the girl and goes, oh, since we all family. And then she tries to put her hand around the chick. So then I escorted her out the bar. And then I just had a real nigga conversation with her. That's an insane, somewhere. insane story. None of that needed to happen. Wow, dude. We're still together, though. Um, we're holding it down. <laughs> Do you have a child together? Nah, fuck nah. Yeah, nigga no. Like, you know you really in love with a bitch. Like, you know you really in love. Like, when you be like, yo, I'll eat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, putting the Snoopy on the thumbtacks. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see where it goes. Snoopy man. on the thumbtacks. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you've been enjoying the buttocks. Or nah, 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 nah. What I'm saying is, what is you this love podcast? somebody so much. What is it? You would tell them, look, I'll eat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much, that's, that's how powerful love is to me. I mean, I feel like, like if I love you, love you like oh. this, I'm going to eat your ass. But if I don't love you like that, I'm definitely not going anywhere near your ass. Well, like, I love, like, Matt Kona. We've been friends for a long nah, time. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not, not gonna that type of love. Ass, not that type that's of love. That's what I mean. Player. You're, oh, you're describing love as two kinds. Ass eating or non-ass eating. <laughs> right, right. And right. I have a non-ass eating. Yeah, I got, I got a non-ass eating kind of love, but if yeah. it's a love, like, I'm talking about, like, if I gotta share bills with this bitch. Yeah. You know. I want to eat that ass. Like, you just don't want it. You don't you, want it to be like licking a nine volt, though. Did you get right. her yeah. off the phone situation? What's going on with did that? You get you her get, off? Oh no, nah, this is how real niggas a do. Phone? You just go get a Boost Mobile. You, you got a saying? burner for herpes texting. <laughs> no, no, no. No, if you got herpes, you'd have a burner. Her. Yeah. You know how some phones have bumps on the numbers? <laughs> That's what it's for. It's All right, I'm gonna bring you backstage because I might not just not go up if the show's running long. All right, so I'm gonna go, go too. Next. All right. Oh, everyone's leaving. Dan right. Martin's leaving. We got Sam and Tiny. I would love some M&Ms. I'm putting that out into the world. They got to open it up for me. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you boys want to talk about now? Uh, what Does this... uh? This uh, podcast just run for like seven hours in a row? We go until the show is over. Wow. 
Which Best is going to be a really long time, right? I'm in shock. Yeah. I'm literally in shock that an hour and 15 minutes into a show we're through five people. I want to put on the record that I did like four minutes. I did I five, but just time. right above five. So wow. that on the record. Jeff, how was the set? You've returned from the stage. Victorious, my friends. It was a good one? It was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, they are lively. I had to follow uh, the impromptu audience joke-telling session, which I found... Uh, I, f- I was like, wow, this isn't special anymore. Yeah. Cause anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They were all like young and fucking like, you know, Cute, gorgeous. Right? Like they were all yeah. like good looking men go and right women. After that Cut up time. like a bag of dope. Really? Yeah. None of them. None of them had a bad body. I was like, yeah, I'm this, I'm used to just Ooh, being a comedian. Right. Like, eh, you know, we're, tell we're, me our ignorant, bodies right. are stunning. <laughs> My body, your body. <laughs> tell the ignorant audience and me. Yeah. What you're talking oh, about. Oh, yes. So Andy. Great host, job there, Tiny. Well done. That was one. That Tony? was excellent. Tiny? Tiny. Please. Why did I call you Tony? That was like spilled out yeah. that way. Uh, Andy, uh, invites the audience to come up on stage if they want to and to tell a joke, any joke in the nude. And, uh, this audience jumped at that opportunity. A lot of nudies? Uh, six. Wow. They got six and a, and a lady, um, uh, who was uh, very f- with there with her coworkers? Wow. That's nuts. I that's what I thought. I People never, are nuts. I went. They they were in showing them, and I was digging into uh, who they like who they work for because that's an uncomfortable Friday, you know. I mean, tomorrow. You know what? what no, it's actually kind of genius, right? If you go to a naked comedy show with coworkers. Yeah. And then you get naked at the comedy show. You now can never be fired That's because true. you can always be like, oh, that was retribution for my nude body. Ooh. That is a gender based discrimination lawsuit. This is job security. That, so I, let it be known. If you feel like you're on the brink of being fired, <laughs> drag your coworkers down to one of these shows yep. and then get naked on stage and it's done. I have one more clarification yeah. question because I've yes. never been to this show, even though I just played it. Uh, they're civilians, right? They're non-comics. Correct. I, you know, one of them, I got the sense that he was like a, a potential open micer, but you know. But yeah, yeah, but not mostly us civilians. Pros. There are no right. Zach Brazows out there. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, how do they know when to stop? Is it like you know the deafening silence of a bad joke? <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, most of them. Couldn't wait to be finished. They wanted to tell a quick joke. They get just want to get nude. They yeah. didn't want to tell jokes. And is it like it's more like a feat than like you know they're not like us. I had to be lit twice. I didn't. Really yeah, 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 I was no. only doing five. They literally. I don't know. Probably. Wow. Probably ten. Maybe twenty. Maybe twenty. I think I cut my album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's. I told you to record it. Did you record? I did. Set? I record. I I filmed it. Oh yeah, I saw a guy. I wasn't sure if that was paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Typically, uh, cool. no, I, I hire my own paparazzi. Well, send me the. If you want what? to put a part of it. Oh, I will. Ah, you know, oh, I'd love to. You know, that would be cool. great, Matt Kona. You know, I I thought about this. What what is the uh what's the barrier to doing a naked comedy tour? Probably <laughs> little to none. I feel like that would do really well. I can foresee a problem because, like, in different states or different towns, you could have different laws about nudity. Sure, like, but you could do a little research. Yeah, yeah. Like book it into you know black box theaters and. You know, I mean, you know, any progressive sort of town or, You're just playing six I guess we're, I think it would do, uh, <laughs> if you sh- rolled up with a lot of men, I think it wouldn't necessarily do great. Right. There'd have to be one or two comfortable females. Mm-hmm. But 
the thing about this is the lineup is never announced. It's just the naked comedy showcase. Right. It sometimes it's an all dude lineup. One time it was like fifty fifty. There is the See, Naked w- Magic show. A couple of Aussies like yeah. take sexual photos. And so- I don't oh, even yeah, know okay. if they actually get naked. Well, city we live in. Here's an idea. How about instead of uh, you know only going to cities that the laws allow it to, we have someone petition outside of supermarkets <laughs> to allow it to occur. <laughs> that would do not. That would not be the do you envision one that? Do you envision that you would pay that person? Uh, I can't disclose. I would pay Jimmy Timgle to pay them. I would totally pay that person, and here's why. They're working on a difficult issue. Right. If you're talking about the minimum wage, everyone knows what you're talking about, so right. it's an easy yes. If you have to talk about different laws of, like, nudity and dicks while people are walking out the store with their children, you should pay that person. That person... That actually should be a big rate. Yeah. No, th- that's the thing. The stupider, crazier, or less popular the idea is for petitioners, the more money you make. What's the craziest? Um... I, okay, so I'm comfortable talking about this one because I wasn't involved in it, but I briefly thought I might be involved in something with, um, cat license, either cat licensing or keeping cats indoors. There was a town that won. Why to would vote. someone have, do that? That's have you like been out there? Horrible. But, but you've been out there. You were getting signatures for this? No, no, I, I wasn't. I, I wouldn't talk about it if I was. That was the, they, they figured out that they didn't want to pay money for, for cat licensing, so. What do you, uh, what do you need a license for? I don't know. It's some small town I've, law. So you won't you discuss to your dog. You have to yeah. pay like a money for that to yep. own a dog. Mm-hmm. Excise tax. What is this? The the Iron Curtain? <laughs> what the fuck? You have to well, register your dog. Some of these places dog? when they hire you to Massachusetts, situate Massachusetts. Yeah. I don't know about West Newbury. I don't know how John Cena Senior feels about it. <laughs> John Cena, we love you. If you're listening, come do the podcast. You would be a huge hit. Big time. No, the listeners of the podcast, I mean, are they all over? Are they Probably all over the world? Land? Mostly concentrated in Botswana, I think. <laughs> is where the... So why aren't we touring there? Yeah. God, there's, there's our, uh, that's our opening and closing show in Botswana. Go to Botswana. <laughs> I agree. They're comfortable with nudity. We're the only country that's really that, un- well, the only. What? I, I was going to say that. That's a pretty sweeping this, but statement. Like, how many people do you know who are uncomfortable with nudity? Like, I'm nude once a week at the Schwitz. Most people I know are nude at some point. Everyone's gone skinny dipping. Yeah, but you don't I see, think this is one of those myths. Nah, you don't see dicks on TV. I don't need to. No, but I mean, like, you know, that's that's the difference between us and the British. You know, you see dicks on primetime television. There's wee-wees on the tube? Yes. Flaccid dicks. They are more they don't in care. most other Western societies. You were you know, talking about earlier with Iceland. They're way more chill about nudity. And I feel like that makes them less BSDM. I'm not sure. Uh, BDSM? I think it's B- B- did I say the, Did I say it wrong? I said what did I How's say? Saudi Arabia doing with the nudity comfort? <laughs> okay. well, you know, I, I feel like... I'm well, too dumb to get it's choked. more okay um, because they're called Jolly Rogers. The dicks, yeah. That that's name. that's the pirate flag. Whatever, Donya, get up in here. <laughs> yeah, okay. What do you think about America and nudity? Are we anti-nude as people? We're bad. We're, ba- that's the, we're, we're bad. That's right. That's I think we're opinion. a nude nation. Yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, like I'd like to see more more cock on the tube. Well, I mean, like, like let's that. put it this: you could weigh in on this, uh, uh, just as well. The, the the fact that like female nipples aren't aren't allowed on Instagram. Oh, yeah, no, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, I'll be. I watching... saw Sarah Silverman's breasts, and then they were taken down almost immediately. Yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. I know. Yeah, that was really it. It was, a, it was an offensive side. Yeah, Kona, you're lucky you're married. You fuck. <laughs> Tanya, we 
you said want to see more dick of the tube. You you did mean the British subway system. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I only saw like two wangs when I was there. I want more. New York City, it's every other car. Yeah, <laughs> and it's erect. Oh, Sometimes nice. it's it's climaxing. Oh, Jesus. if you're lucky. I don't know. It's rush hour. <laughs> I can only hope. This but... I, I always found that bold about homeless New York uh, guys that they would masturbate. You say oh, no, it as if you almost admire the, uh, I, I the confidence. Do. I really do. I mean, like that they, I, I would, I, I couldn't uh, subject somebody to that. No, it's very family. awful. I just right? want to add, I would rather masturbate in front of people publicly than beg for change. I think I would really, probably, really, yeah, yeah, because like there's less. There's, do you think you get more money? <laughs> I just think there's, I'm a person who I definitely, I'm trying to do better, but I live with like a lot of shame. And one of those yeah. is like the don't beg for money and also don't beat off in front of people. But I feel <laughs> like I'd be more comfortable with that as long as they were all consenting. Yeah. If you ask them in a, you know, in a green room, yeah, for they, instance, <laughs> uh, right before their set, you know, if that's you're, what gets you you're there. making it sound like I'm good at comedy. I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I just find it interesting that you have more shame over your finances and your dick. Like you're like, ah, I would show my erect penis, it's but like. To, to make people know that I have nothing in the bank account. That's, that's really humiliating. Um, if you got a hog, you should. Yeah, how was your though. set? Oh, it was great. That really, You're killing. They, they really, it was, I opened with a line about my areola and they enjoyed that. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, you, you riffed off of the fact that I said all comics were insecure. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's one female in the, she, she, I, I made a joke about uh, Native American scholarships, and mm-hmm. and she cried out something like, "I was more qualified," or something like that. And really, thought, you got a little Whoa, affirmative action debate yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, that was the term I couldn't come to in this when I was dealing with her. But uh, she was the one uh, awkward person, and I called her Wednesday Adams because she kind of looked really gothy and pale. Yeah, and uh, you know, people enjoyed that. And then she just uh stonewalled me for the rest of the show. And so, of course, that's all I'm fixated on after yeah. a while. I'm like, ah, she fucking hates me. And she goes, why are you so insecure? <laughs> and I was like, oh, a bit of heckler. A little situation yeah. over yeah. there. A little lady heckler. Yeah. yeah. No, it was crazy. No, it wasn't crazy. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, for me, I don't know how to handle when anybody says anything to me. Like, someone could be agreeing with something during my set, and I'm like, oh my god. Like, I just oh. shut down. Like, I'm not a good comedian. So, no, I don't know how to. <laughs> you're a, that's a style. It's not, uh, yeah, I just, bad. I can't, I can't handle, like, if someone called me insecure on stage, I probably would take a shit. Like that. Yeah, I was naked though. They would mm. see it. They would just yeah, that would be on disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that otherwise, would be gross. otherwise, you know what was weird? I was finding a. Uh, uh, I was. Uh, I was raising up my left foot. Little like, calf raise. I, I, it was like I was like yeah 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 a little like little little calfy raise. I like Flexing. that I've never done before. But all of a sudden I'm naked, so I had to be a little like. Taught. You only get a little taut. A little teapot. I didn't just show it. It was just like a involuntary pose that I had. A uh, posture. Sorry. <laughs> I was put my hand on my stomach all the time. I get real paunchy. You I do? like slap my tummy and stuff like that. I lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I don't do it. I just sit here and do this, this podcast. I, I have the you equipment. son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't do the nude show. <laughs> I, why, but is, is it just because you have the equipment and you couldn't possibly be in there and run this at the same time? No, I just no. have no interest in doing it. And then my roommate did the podcast and did the show, and then he couldn't make it, so I just do the podcast. Oh. I mean, it's a really fun show. I believe that. Just not my interest. 
what is your but but when you say it's not your interest, are you you're not interested in one of the greatest crowds you can have? Yes, because I will because it's I mean, and you're you're very funny, so you, you're not like you're like you know needing you know uh, favorable crowds. But Let me put it this way: if I open. woke up, yeah, and none of this existed, I would never will it into existence. <laughs> You know, you know, I would never be like, yeah. I need to get naked to do comedy. <laughs> if this did not exist, I would not wish that it did. Oh, okay. You know, I, I have no need for it. Yeah. I, I really, I really had a fun time tonight, but I do feel a little guilty because it's like, you know, it's this great room. It's this great crowd. They were really, really hot. I really liked them, but you feel a little guilty. It's like, if my dick wasn't out, you would not be into these weed jokes as much. Uh, I mean, you think oh. that your nudity is elevates your jokes? Absolutely. I think yeah. Well, the, a it big elevates the reception. Part of jokes is maintaining attention. Like if you maintain attention and you have you know some decent punchlines, you'll do fine. And they're gonna pay attention because your dick's out. And I I don't know. Yeah, no, that's correct. I mean, so you do have to grade it on a curve. If yeah, you're being I, real with yourself. I, you very, like, I destroyed and everything was perfect. Right. I'm very, like, I, I did like kind of a yeah. new joke, which I would, I, this is the first time I've done like a brand new joke never before on ha, this have show. Have we ever met before, by the way? You're know. Jeff, right? Yeah. I am Sam. Let me just, you are fucking handsome. Like, are you doing oh, anything? Wow. Like we're getting horny on the anything? pod today. Oh, are you doing anything <laughs> in like TV or visual or sketches? Like, what's, what's your background in entertainment? You should be. Uh, is this one. real? No. Oh, what? Uh, what do you, I am tirelessly, uh, unemployed and, uh, you know, uh, he's yeah. like if Will Martin used like, uh, cocoa butter every day. <laughs> 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 That's high praise. Oh, that's He's funny. a handsome man. He's a handsome man. But yeah, no, it's it's just... I, you have the kind of voice that should be presenting awards. <laughs> Agreed. Can you please talk to Hollywood? Talk to Hollywood for me. You, you remind me of someone, but I can't, I can't put my finger on usually, it. I shouldn't. I it's usually... <laughs> we have clothes on now. Uh, I usually get Seth MacFarlane. I get Matt Damon. And, uh, it was Seth MacFarlane who Matt I was thinking of. Dylan. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, those are the ones. He, he's with a uh, what's her face, Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Can you say um, our show will no longer make homophobic jokes in Seth Seth MacFarlane's voice? Did he say that? I think he did. I think Seth MacFarlane, like this was really recently. He felt bad about all the homophobia on Family Guy that's made him millions and millions and millions of dollars. So now that he's already won TV for the next couple years of Family Guy, they're going to not try to. Family make Guy's jokes. still on. New I think family, family Guy's still on, but. I, I think they're going to try to not make gay jokes, which is, I don't know. What are they going to joke about? <laughs> retarded. <laughs> All right, James Krillman, friend of the pod. Actually, no, uh, first time pod. First time friend pod. Of the podcasters. Uh, first time back in a while at the Naked Comedy Showcase experience live in Improv Boston. Tell me how your day was. I just wanted everyone to see my tinkler. <laughs> tinkler. And I did. Notorious sock wearer. Oh, you put a sock on the hog? No, 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 no on my feet. Uh, uh. <laughs> Backstage, he puts one on the hog first and then yeah, puts it on the Yeah, to warm it up. Foot. You don't want it to be cold. <laughs> How'd it go? How'd the set go? It's funny that, like, you're naked, but it's the easiest show you could ever do. Yeah. Yeah. And it went well, and it was fun. Yeah, you gotta really try hard to, to bomb. That's why I've I, seen it I before. Feel proud. I feel proud. I've seen it many times. I do that. 
I bummed hard last time. I didn't bomb, but I had a really tough set the last time I was here because I was subconscious about my pubes. So why? What happened to them? I mean, they were a little curly. Like I honestly, <laughs> I'd be honestly alarming shaved, if you I had shaved. straight pubes. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I I shaved my pubes two hours before coming here. Because I just I didn't, didn't want to have that shave in Shave or trim? Trim, 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 yeah. trim, yeah. yeah One there time was I no didn't, shave. I was, just in was a, just I was in a rush to get here, and I, I left the rollers in. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that. Keep it. <laughs> now, are people listening to this podcast while oh, you're watching the show? That is oh, hilarious. That would be neat. That would be good. We were thinking about doing a live one where every time uh, someone goes to the bathroom, we ask them to come back here and be the studio audience and uh, just watch. Okay. Why can't you do a live nude pod? We could. I don't know how... Uh, I'm sure if it, Improv Boston would allow it. Maybe we might have to put towels down on the chairs, but um, but they would do it. But Jeff brings up a good point. You missed this. Danya missed this too. But a naked comedy showcase tour or like a mini tour, uh. like a northeast thing. Would you do it? It would be easy to pack. I <laughs> you know, you know. You don't have to bring that much clothes. I would do wear it. Them uh, days a, a funny, a funny story. Uh, <laughs> the first time I did the naked show, I posted a picture of it. And like put like a whistle or something over my uh, crotch, and uh, then my my aunt messaged my mom and is like, "Your son was doing uh, uh, pornography." <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? I actually uh, I did the same. I posted a picture. I used Dick Cheney's face over my dick. Oh, I like that. Thank you. It was also two thousand seven, <laughs> so uh, or six. I don't know. Uh, really? But, that long ago? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was where I got really insecure because like I I like really I was gonna just throw it up there and then I really looked closely at my like love handles and I was like <laughs> Oh, Photoshop does exist. And you photoshopped it. I started to, and then I was like, that looks fucking weird. Oh my. I went God. back to regular and put it up. But like, yeah, man, I started to go like, oh, you can tweak these things. People, Dang. Uh, people... my chest hair, I did that with a, on a headshot. I thought it looked so You just creepy. got rid of it? I had chest hair like this. Yeah, so I yeah. just photoshopped it up. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I just, I it was so like weird to me that, uh, you could just see my chest hair. Oh yeah! You should have, instead of uh, photoshopping <laughs> your love handles off, you should have just put Donald Rumsfeld on each one. <laughs> on each one, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like, uh, you know, even because uh, I, I, I felt like in decent shape then, and then uh, I don't know, I just in pictures. Not wow, so Photoshop, <laughs> Photoshop in the naked comedy show. That's extreme. What's that? That's like a, like you have Photoshop skills to do this. Oh yeah, I'm pretty yeah. good with the Photoshop. Specifically yeah. for love handles. Yeah, 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 That's, exclusively. Gotcha. <laughs> you got would it. never even know anymore. Yeah. I've done it in life. <laughs> um, but what? But again, I, I just so you you've been doing stand up for a while. Yeah, about four years. Four years. And did you go to Harvard? Yeah. Went or, or currently going? I went. Would you go for? Social studies, like sociology and philosophy. So you're a smart guy. Wouldn't yeah. you want to just get right. naked in front of all these people? No, not really. One, it's a small town. So co-workers um, are often at shows, incidentally. Mm. Not huge fan of being nude in front of co-workers. And two, I don't respect people who would come to watch this show. I do have that question. I don't respect people who would come to watch people nude and not be nude themselves. I fully agree with you. So I wouldn't want to perform for them. That is that is interesting. I I wonder because it it is like I thought at first the audience should have to be naked because that's fair. 
Right. I respect those people. My I, I don't respect. Man. You can check out my comedy. Yeah. I don't respect <laughs> a voyeuristic you, uh, listen, people. The only people that listen to this are people who go to the show, probably. <laughs> we introduce it. So, no, Zach, I, that's why he is banned from performing <laughs> at the Naked Comedy Showcase. You will never see his penis unless you're one of his co-workers. Or you go to a Schwitz, you know? Oh, yeah, well, in Chelsea? Yes, what Chelsea, do Dylan's go? Russian Steam Bath. I'm usually there Sunday mornings. Good deal. mornings. And no, 26 bucks for the day, but, and you okay. gotta tip Gene. How long do you, t- <laughs> how long can you be in that Schwitz? You can be there for nine hours if you need to. Okay. What? That's, that's, that's it. Uh, just bucks? a steam? Good, right? There's a sauna, a shower, a steam, and then a lounge. But the shower is just a shower. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So why is that the second listed thing? Because that <laughs> geographically sauna, shower, steam, in the shower adds to the euphoria. Cold shower I after the cold heat. shower after the sauna. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I never tip Gene. It's not at uh, BS. So I'm thing. down for nudity when everyone is nude. You yeah. know, want the audience to be nude, and then you'll, they'll have your respect. They'll have my respect. Okay. Real recognized real. Nudist colonies. See, I don't respect nudists. Okay. I find that that is just like a, a like a front that they're putting on. Like they're you in know, the back. Huh? No, <laughs> it's a front that they're not putting on. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, I, it, it, it's like uh, going to an extreme. You know, like uh, like I, I feel like they just couldn't make it in real society. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Adam, That's a sweeping statement. That, I'm sure there's <laughs> <laughs> No, uh uh I just find that most uh nudists uh, I've been exposed to, I didn't uh ever want to see them nude. And I guess that's their point. How do you feel about the audience and nudists, Danya? Yeah, Danya. Oh, I just want to get cozier with you guys. Yeah, I just please. I just moved over a seat. But I feel like we're talking about nudists in like a like a very like if, are we being racist towards nudists? I don't think so. Nudism is no. a choice. choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opt in. Yeah. You were born, born that, that way. way. I was. In yeah, fact, you were. You actually were. Yeah, Literally exactly. born that way. So you you have a feeling like nudists are trying to prove something? Is that what? Let's it's a very out. like bold rejection of conventions. Mm-hmm. Have I met a nudist? Yeah. yeah, I've met I've met nudists. Where have you met what, a nudist? In what context? Well, first I met him in the lobby of this show. That's uh, declared nudist uh, because that was my first question to every audience member was why do you come to this so, like someone's very... declared nudist yeah but they had clothes on they weren't nude in the stolen valor cover nudist no because oh, don't nudists wear do they wear stuff in public is it just like a private nudist it's yeah like they, they, there are degrees of nudism i don't you know yeah. <laughs> uh you know i I'm, I'm not speaking with any sort of like you know uh official knowledge but my exposure i've been to nude beaches i've met nudists uh at, at like there was like a camp in Colorado. Yeah, put them in camps. I went That's for a, what... like a day pass, you know? You, so you're a nudist. No! I was, I'm a curious fellow. You went to the nude colony? I will try just about everything. I would say that makes you a nudist. Well, I mean, to go and observe for a day? You're nude. That's like saying that, uh, because I went to the zoo, I'm an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. I, I think <laughs> I was behind the sneeze guard. They couldn't attack me. I was like, look at him walking around there with nothing on. What a weird. How was the colony? Uh, very unattractive. No, I, you know, I, it was, it was, um, you know, like a lot of like very, like people that were just, they had their, their 
business out there. And, and then were they playing kickball or something? Like, what do you do now that you're new? Sunbathing, reading. They were acting like normal people. Was there hemp? Was there like a lot of like hemp plants? Are you talking about like smoking weed? No, no, like they're like waving baskets. Oh, and stuff. probably. Think, yeah. <laughs> probably in there. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like uh, I've, I've, I've come off as some sort of like uh, a real hard charging anti nudist. Uh, I want to know if, cause you, I've never been to a nudist colony, you have too. Are they controlled by nudist countries? I could see that being a mob situation. Wait, is there like a central government to nudist colonies? Like what? I mean, there's a, yeah, there's like a, a pope. Council. There's a council. Some sort Nudie of council. pope. <laughs> it's usually just a uh, Gary. <laughs> you know, Gary who started the How, thing. I assume that a colony is like families. Like yeah. Pat and Trish show yeah. up. I, yeah, I didn't see a lot of children. Right. It was very adult centric. Probably not a lot of singles either. Like, oh, me and the wife. Married, a lot of married people. There's a weird, there was a, there seemed to be a, a lot of crossover with the swinger culture and nudism. You saw some shagging? I saw some, uh, very loose, uh, uh Shagging. <laughs> very, loose yeah, shagging. Some loose shagging. Yeah. Uh, no, just like kind of a, a open. Was anyone strapped? Open... Like, was anyone carrying a gun? No. Like, on a holster while they were nude? <laughs> nude except for the gun? <laughs> also, nudist pubic hair is called shag carpet. Nice, nice. Um, no, this is not some banana republic. But it is color, you know, you never know. Someone's oh, trapping like, kind of like buy a campground and then, you know, get naked. Get naked? It's, so with the guards, you rolled up and they're like, undressed, sir. Um, we, <laughs> my friend knew somebody, uh, we didn't, it, clothing was optional. So that's the thing, like, people don't have to be nude. But predominantly, those who live there are nude. Were you in the buff? I did not get in the buff. Oh, so you, uh, you're you not a nudist. Then you were. No. no. I, yeah. I, I was just there to uh, observe and socialize. Did your friends get in the buff? My friend did. Yeah. You didn't. I did not. No, I was like, I don't, I don't need to. Did you like, camp? You pitched the tent in the buff? We were just in the afternoon. We didn't stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> I was pitching a tent the whole time. <laughs> you know, uh, so did, what did you go? Like play Backgammon or shuffleboard with some of the other I, residents. I I, uh, I sat and I I drank beer <laughs> on a picnic table the just whole time, clothed with just your clothed. one buddy. Just in a the cool box. guy talking to people, just talking to nude people. They'd come over. They're very friendly. The nudists are very friendly. They have to be. Right. They're dicks. <laughs> you can't be an angry nudist. <laughs> an angry nudist. <laughs> very on. vulnerable. I mean, everything's out. <laughs> I know exactly where to hit you. I think they're friendly because they see someone clothed and they just want to go over there and make sure that they understand that they're regular people and <laughs> in the hopes that they never get bad-mouthed on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and they failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By when uh, uh, I didn't go up this week, but um, I know, I know, I know. What happened? Well, I told Andy I was having so much fun back here. <laughs> and, no, I don't know. So, sometimes, like, I, it puts me on the list because I'm here every month doing the podcast and I don't always go up. And, uh, this week, I don't know. I'm honestly having more fun back here. I didn't really have anything prepared. I was talking to Zach about this last night. I did a, a comedy show. Was I talking to me before this? I did a comedy yes. show and, uh, cause you know I do tours all day. Oh, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so sometimes it's hard to transition into oh, the uh, the other the other mood. Are you leaving? Not permanently. Okay. But I just want to see what's going on. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. She wants right. to go cruise well, the lobby. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Go is it, I think, go to check the Wang Theater. Done, right? It's almost. It should be almost done. I think because we we wrap up around eleven fifteen. We have to be here out of here at eleven thirty out of the it's podcast recording room. It's eleven sixteen, so we got some. Time. So yeah, you're, you sometimes Eddie comes. Day. Sometimes Eddie comes back. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's uh, it's not like it's kind of jarring to be doing three to five hour and a half long PG. Historic comedy one man shows to adoring <laughs> crowds that hand you money afterwards and then sit around a bar for two hours and get angry at a crowd and then have to entertain pay them, entertain what's left of them. Yeah, pay them in veggie burgers that a bartender yelled at you to order. Yeah, somehow we really pissed off this bartender <laughs> and uh, we just asked to see a menu. Yeah. It was She gave me the menu and came back two minutes later. She's like, you need to order now. And then she put the all of no, her on the night. same check and we were sitting at a bar, clearly adults who need and to pay alone. And she asked us how we wanted to pay and we each said different things. Yeah. I was a smartass. I said, by check. And, uh, <laughs> she did not like you, mostly, to be fair. Yeah. That, that is, uh, that's probably the, the fact. Yeah. I asked for a water to go. You poisoned the well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hi. There. It yeah. is. Come oh, on did back you do, here. Did you go up the guest sets? Come join. Oh, yeah. Come Welcome. on, please. Get over here, you here, nudists. These are your chairs so I can oh, easily the move the... that the... came out of the audience? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, no, that's, that's yeah, the yeah, plan. Yeah. That's the plan. These were the guys who came back, uh, everybody with their tight bodies. And I was oh, like, Great. nice. So follow this. This guy's like a fucking CrossFit guy. Very taut. We've been talking about you. <laughs> All right. So, intru- so introduce yourselves. Who went first? I, I did. So uh, my name is Ben. You can promote a Twitter if you want. You can be anonymous if you want to as well. But we like to just get your experience. This is like a docudrama. He doesn't do social media. I don't do the social media. Good for you, much. man. Yeah, you know. It's the healthiest now that you've done comedy front. once, you have to. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, <laughs> at the Jeff McKinnon. I'll whore it out all day. Good, at the Jeff McKinnon. Follow it. <laughs> um, were you were you in the moment decided to, or did you come to the show premeditated to tell? So, so truth be told, I actually had forgotten entirely what the show was. Uh, and only was reminded of it while bringing another coworker along about an hour before the show. It's coworker business. What There's the a f- whole group of us. Why? Why? Do you attend are you, a lot of shows Are you with here? the company that? Yes. With the with the uh, female. With the with the, the and the other guy. There's the other three people. of you. Yeah, there's three of us. You're all coworkers. Yeah. There's there's now a lot more nudity in the office uh, in my brain than I. Holy, that is bananas. Yeah. Now, so they say mm. don't shit where you eat, but they don't say anything about like farting where you eat, which I think this is probably like roughly the equivalent. It's close. Yeah. It's very close. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, you don't have to name the company. What does your company do? Stuff. Okay. Sports is it Patagonia? No. Is it mine? <laughs> Are you wearing it right now? <laughs> He's pledging allegiance to the flag. <laughs> We could really sink a ship. So here. you guys all work together okay, and just he get does, naked? He does sports apparel, but he uh, doesn't wear it at the Naked Comedy Showcase. But I, was, I would never do such a scandalous thing. I, but let's be real. Uh, you know, If I was listening to this show, I would want to buy the product of, of such a cool uh, you know, staff. You're, you don't have to name I, it. I'm, I'm not telling you. I'm relatively new. I'm pretty sure my ass would get canned immediately. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Who's I, whose idea was this out of? He's calling it job security. This is what he said earlier. It's <laughs> because you have now been nude in front of your coworkers. They can't fire you because you could say that's sexual harassment retribution. Well, the, the 
woman, the woman who came up with us, her boss was in right. the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah basically by being <laughs> nude, they all <laughs> elected to come. Yeah. You got naked, so if you get fired, it's punishment for your nudity, you know, which is wrong. That's wrongful termination. That, yeah. uh, the flip side, you, you could make the case that this is a violation of HR policy. Couldn't be made. Case couldn't be made. I don't know about that. Whose idea was this situation? HR stands for hairy rectum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so my to answer Lord. your question from like five minutes ago, I, I did not initially plan on getting up because I'd forgotten what it was. And then we got here and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally getting up. You should do it. If I do it, will you do it? And I was like, uh, no. But then I had a couple drinks and I was like, fuck, oh, yeah, why not? Um, and then I got up and got naked in front of like 75 people I don't know. And uh, like six that I do. And we'll see tomorrow in the office. So did you have um, a joke in mind? Did you yeah. riff something out? Okay. No, I, I have sort of a go-to joke um, that I, you know, is sort of like my my fail-safe in times of need. Awesome. Hey, how, how often are times of need? Not very often. Yeah, that's good to know. That's good to hear. Yeah. Whenever you're making bread, times of need. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> when you're praying. Hey. <laughs> Hi, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi. How was your experience tonight? Was it your first time doing the show? I mean, being at the show? It's my first time doing anything like this at all. It's your first time being naked. Yeah. No, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> what brought you to to get that or to, to get on the stage? Uh, my coworker over here, yeah. Judson. Yeah, that was me. I've been here a couple times. I've recruited, <laughs> I've recruited my volleyball team. I've recruited my coworkers. I've recruited uh, school friends. It's it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> he takes your advice to bring your friends like very much. To oh yeah, yeah. Austin and Zandio I host the show. Judson, I remember the name. Yeah, I've been here a couple times. That's awesome, and that you bring you keep bringing people. Yeah, you realize you're you're, you're paying my rent. <laughs> That's a joke. It. I have a mortgage. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I want everyone to know there's pop brownies on the table. Oh wow. If you're into that, it's a little a little is is a full dose. Like a little a little bite is a good dose. Anyone that would like some. So here's the thing, I grow it and then I make the brownies and I enjoy doing it, but then I end up with way too much for my own personal consumption, so I got to share. So are you guys yeah. naturally funny people? Do you, do you crack your friends up? Is that, is that a confidence thing? Sometimes no. people just look at me and laugh, but I'm not sure if that's because I'm funny. <laughs> oh, there's that. Oh yeah, I'm the one who, who sounded like a dead seal or a, a laughing dying seal. I've also been told I sound like a dolphin on the electric chair. <laughs> wow, a lot of, a lot of water animals being hurt for your, uh, whimsy. Yeah. People often tell me I look like a a, a manatee yeah. being waterboarded. <laughs> so what joke did you tell? What was it? Was it something that you came up with? Did you just talk about something in your I life? Think literally, I don't even remember because I was like, I'm just gonna go up there and like get this over with. <laughs> like, I know I have to do it. <laughs> she was like, Ah, yeah. I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that was the joke for me. That was a joke. I was in front of my boss. That was it. And my coworkers. Like my boss was like, "Ah, oh, yes, let me like, you know, approve your pull requests and see you naked on a stage telling jokes." Like, Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
pull request. What is this a Git reference on yes. the Naked yes. Comics? Yes. And you guys are what software developers? Yes. Yep. Holy cow! What do you guys do? What do you guys do? Because I, for me, I personally, I work at Harvard University. I write the software for the Alumni Association web portal, oh, and we, we've just taken over all of the reunion uh, setups and the books and everything that they. Anyway, it's a crazy ass thing. What do you guys do? We work for Asics. Oh, well, oh awesome! Uh, is that is that not where? Uh, never mind. I, no, we I can I can I can Nike, censor it. <laughs> Adidas. It's a bunch of coders getting naked and telling jokes. That's the best. It's it's all slander. You know, not, you can't trust anything you hear here. But you know, we we make an app. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. To frequent the internet. Awesome. The world's full of. Full the internet. naked software developers. Were you guys ever naked in public before, like at parties, wherever they get your clothes yeah. off at volleyball, <laughs> naked volleyball, or something like that? Not no, just yeah, yeah, just in general. Like, I don't know. What do you mean, like, no specific nudity, just in general. I mean, you know, as long as it's not uh, in a position or in, in a situation where it's offensive to someone, like you yeah. know, if people yeah. are on board and like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What, Wait, what, what is the, the swing? swing? What is the swing? Nah, it's nah, a, a swingers party. That's what. Uh, that's that's the only time oh, I've ever been naked before. It was uh, a whole life. It was called the Oreo party. Actually, it was. Uh, was that for three sodas? Uh, no, nah, so so it was just it was um it was single women um but they were all white and then um all the guys that were there were all black. And um, they called it an Oreo party, and um, <laughs> that was um, but that was in New Hampshire, and that was uh, many moons ago, and uh, that's my only time actually getting publicly nude. Mm. It wasn't really publicly nude, right? Well, it was, yeah, it was, kind was of it, private. It, was it in the Oreos aisle of a grocery store? Was no, Sam no, petitioning but I got invited to like this. Um, it was like after that swingers party, they invited me to like a pool party. But it was at like a you gotta dip party. the Oreos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it though. But, you know, All right. Well, fun. we gotta wrap up because yeah, it's a little yeah, bit yeah, probust. Yeah. We only get this eleven thirty. Anything last thing you want to say about the experience? Tell your friends about something, or it's your it's up to you, Judson. You're the it's ringleader. Good. It's good. Bring your coworkers. Uh, don't get fired. <laughs> what other subset of life have you not tapped to bring back here? You got childhood friends, volleyball, coworkers. Family, not family. I haven't done oh. family. <laughs> I, do you? Oh, do you have siblings? I have. Yeah, I have a sister. So. Bring your sister and your mother. Oh, your moms. Yeah, your moms would love you. Uh, nah, not like that. But I'm just saying, yeah, like she would love. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I still rely on them for the phone bill. So maybe, in, maybe once I get off the health plan, you know. Awesome. Well, any last words, Megan? I don't think I have any last words. <laughs> All right. I have Andy. some last words. Please, everyone listening to this is very important. Come to the Naked Comedy Showcase. Bring your friends and don't tell them what it is. <laughs> or send your friends and don't tell them what that it is. That happened tonight. <laughs> Phil and Monique, Monique. Ha- seemed to have a Phil and Monique were here, and I I was don't talking to Monique. They had a blast. And, and I said, I said, Monique... So who are you here with? Because she didn't know. And she was here with Phil. And then I said, hey, Phil, did you know? Because I could tell he didn't. And then he said he didn't. And then it was really funny. It's like somebody sent both of you, right? 
<laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what happened. That's but no, please come too, because then we sell more tickets. Which is is the objective? Yeah, I tried to get tickets pretty close to the show, like within a week, and it's sold out generally. I think this marketing plan is paying off. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we take cash. and it's and it's fun for everyone. It is. It's a good time. So everyone, have a great night. Come to the Naked Comedy Showcase. Bring your friends and don't tell them what it is. All right, peace. I'm Zach Brazil. Good, good night. night, everybody.